So I, I know it's not in order on the, the script there, but how was your Christmas? Uh, it was pretty good, man. Um, was it? Yeah, we had a, we had a good time. Um, just kind of low-key with the family and everything like that. But uh, Loki was there. Wow. I keep doing that. Amanda did that last <laughs> night. I said something about a movie being low-key, and she was like, Loki? And, uh, oh, it's one of the things I'll talk about later on, but uh, it actually had another Avengers uh, connection. But anyway, uh, I, I keep doing that, apparently, and that's a new thing. Uh, <laughs> I, I can't help myself. <laughs> no, and that's the thing. I get it, too, because when I say it, I, I have to stop myself afterwards and be like... Ooh, uh, I said that. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but no, it was good. We just kind of hung out, ate some good food, um, had some good gifts, and uh, and all that. So how was yours? It was good. It was good. We went to my family's on Christmas Eve, which is kind of the the traditions how we have it split up, and then we uh, hosted Christmas at our house for Brandy's family. Yeah, how'd that go? And. It was a lot of work to get there, but I, I think we pulled it off. Um, Brandy really worked her ass off and made sure the house looked good, and nice. I helped out where I could. Uh, yeah. But she did a lot of the like food preparation yeah. and and all of that stuff, and she did a great job with decorating. So um, a lot of people, a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people are saying, <laughs> uh, no, she, uh, her, her family was uh, very impressed with yeah. uh, with everything. So uh, it all worked out, and. When we did the Dirty Santa oh, yeah. uh, thing, uh, we picked numbers and everything. And as background music, I used the Christmas playlist you made oh, for me. Awesome. And yeah. and Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer by DMX <laughs> did show up. <laughs> so it was perfect. How did everybody like, react? Well, it was low enough that people didn't really notice, but I did. Oh, awesome. I was sitting up on like my bar stool, just like smirking at myself, like, "Yeah, this is happening." That's fantastic. These people don't even know. I yeah. know it. Well, that's even better because I, I kind of expected people to be like, "What." Like, like yeah. it feels like one of those uh, 80s movies where the, <laughs> I don't know, like in a music video where the rap group goes to like a fancy dinner and they put on a boom box and the whole, the whole place is like, what is happening? I expected <laughs> it to be like that. <laughs> like There's an old man who drops a monocle, <laughs> yeah, who drops a monocle right. in his soup. You're like, what? I've ruined my bisque. <laughs> No, and over um, there you're still smirking. Yeah, that's how I expect that. The, yeah, uh, the playlist actually started with the My Chemical Romance, um, All I Want for Christmas is oh, You. Yeah. And uh, Brandy caught on pretty quickly. She's like, no, no Christmas music. <laughs> and I was like, no, we, we have to have it. We're doing it for this. There so you go, yeah. uh, she, she eventually acquiesced and uh, let me play it. Yeah. But uh, I, I did have to turn it down because it does get pretty rocking there towards the uh, <laughs> yeah. after the first verse. But um, but yeah, we, we let it play through the through the list. So it was uh, it was a good time. It was a good uh, good Christmas. Well, and uh, now what now it's over. We can go back to <laughs> all of us being collectively miserable about how cold it is here. You know, it's been uh, getting colder again now, and it's actually going to be, like, freezing tonight here, uh, which doesn't oh, wow. happen a whole lot in Houston. You know, like, it's actually been pretty cold this December, mm-hmm. but um, we haven't had, like, a, a full frost yet, so uh, that'll be interesting. I'm sure we're going over to Amanda's parents' house tonight because her dad's birthday is tomorrow. So, uh, oh, wow. yeah, we actually hang out with them a lot on, on New Year's Eve. We've done a bunch with them, and it's always fun, again, because we do it low-key. <laughs> 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 Honestly, it's the best word for it. I don't it know. Really I like is, to use yeah. it. So, um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so we're doing that, and I, I expect we'll, we they will either have their plants covered outside. They have to like wrap them up, and because uh, they have like tropical plants in Houston, you know, like usually we can survive this, but uh, cold winters kind of come out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. So either I'll be helping wrap plants, 
or they will be wrapped. <laughs> but it's always a, a weird sight, so. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you guys are living it up down there. I know it. New Year's Eve. What? what? <laughs> After you wrap up a plant, you got to take a, a shot. <laughs> and I'll post along on Twitter. Just as each plant, each shot, just go along. <laughs> Everybody can follow along. <laughs> At a certain point, it's just going to be like single letters that you're, you're tweeting. Yeah, it's just exactly. the letter J. <laughs> I don't know. I guess and that's I'm a tweet. Whatever. Yeah. It's Amanda taking a picture of me next to the plants asleep outside. <laughs> How cold is it there? Uh, right now, I don't know this morning. It wasn't too bad when I took Savannah out, but I think it's like tonight. We're having like a front come in or something, but uh, there's actually a potential for snow this week. Again here, which is uh, twice in like wow. one month would be, or like, you know, one, not like December, but like uh, 30 days would be kind of crazy. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so I don't know what it'll end up, but uh, it's going to get cold tonight, which is great because I keep going over to our parents' house and being like, hey, we should get in the hot tub. And then we never do. And I'm like, why is there a hot tub here? So tonight I'm bringing my swimsuit again. We'll see. <laughs> but I love like it's the best getting in a hot tub when it's freezing outside. It's like the it's so fun. You get out and you're like steaming everywhere. It's a lot of fun. So <laughs> that's what I want. We'll see. <laughs> I'll keep my fingers crossed for you. Thanks, man. Thanks. I'll be thinking about you. Uh... <laughs> Do you freeze? That was that was a big freeze. Yeah. Oh man. Much like coming to Houston, that was a big freeze. <laughs> that sucks because I, I I laid this joke and then it just froze and I was like, well, that that's gonna fall flat. But uh, I said something about I'll be thinking about you in the in the hot tub. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, thanks. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it is cold here as well, but it's uh, it's Oklahoma, so it's just kind of like, hey, uh, it's cold. Um, you're not really going to get anything out of it. Uh, we're not going to give you any snow for people who like snow. Yep. Uh, it's just going to be straight up miserable. Uh, gray. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, gray, gray skies as far as the eye can see, <laughs> and uh, beautiful dead dead grass. Yeah, that's the combo. The wedding combo is the the gray sky and the great feeling all around in Oklahoma, but you mm-hmm. also get that beige of the dead grass and the no leaves on the trees. It's quite, that is true. quite yeah. humbling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this weather, it feels very humbling outside. It just makes me think, you know, yep, this is life. <laughs> Some days I feel really good about uh, living in Oklahoma, then I walk outside and I'm like, oh, oh, well, okay, yeah. yeah. That's true. I'm humbled, <laughs> said the old man farmer. Yeah. Oh, man. So, yeah. Well, uh, I think maybe we should just uh, jump right into it. What do you say? I think we, uh, we're doing it. I'm Steve. We are doing it. I'm Brent. Welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff, the potato review show. <laughs> and today we're going to dive into, have you ever heard of potato beer, Stephen? No, I haven't. Uh, I'm very excited to hear about that. I've got a lovely Spudweiser here. Oh, um, wow. It's a good year. Um, it, it was it, it was made a couple of years ago. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a vintage, yeah. By some russet farmers, yeah. And they, um, yeah, vintage, yeah, two years ago. <laughs> I see what you did there. Well, it's because the season's not too long, and so you have to, like, and then they get the flavor that adds in over years and stuff. So two years, yeah, I, I mean, two years is pretty good. It's well. I mean, for for Oklahoma, like you said, the weather yeah. is humbling here. So I mean, after <laughs> after two years, they're just gonna be nasty ass potatoes. Totally. Um, yeah. But um, that's all I've got for that dumb joke. So um, <clears throat> me, I, I wanted to to uh, to mention though that um, I had um, a friend of a friend's band. Um, they were called Yukon Gold. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that's that's weird. Why? Are they- <laughs> 
why they name themselves that? And uh, my friend said, oh, it's, it's named after a, I guess, a strain of weed, Yukon Gold. Oh, okay. But then I was like, but it's primarily known as a potato, <laughs> yeah. a type of potato. These guys really you know? like potatoes. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's a, I, a potato band. Uh, I think Amanda would go see them. If she heard that, she'd be like, Yukon Gold is playing. The, the russets are opening for them. We, we gotta go. <laughs> that girl so, loves her some potatoes, so. Oh, man. Yeah. Man. I mean, it's hard to go wrong with potatoes, right? Potato beer, potato bands. It's a potato show. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to potato show. I actually gotta like that name for a uh, podcast. Potato show. <laughs> Not the potato show, it. just potato show. Potato show. <laughs> write that down. Excellent. Um, no, today's episode, we are going to discuss stuff we're looking forward to in 2018. So uh, just kind of generally in pop culture. Yeah. So that's what we're going to be talking about. That sounds pretty so, good. Uh, but first, before we jump into anything that you care about, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, remind, <laughs> we'll remind the listeners... <laughs> Remind the listeners to follow us on Twitter and Instagram <laughs> at LTAS Pod and Stephen. If they want to send us uh, an email because they've got questions or show ideas or, goddamn it, a menu. No, I think we should no? drop it. I think oh, for twenty eighteen, new year, <laughs> new goals. Okay, no menus. No menus. <laughs> it didn't work out. <laughs> okay. Okay. I guess we'll just I'm, have to start providing our own food. I'm calling it now. I, I okay. think. Yeah, I think we have to to keep the show going. And uh, okay. <laughs> you know, to live. <laughs> I don't know what we're going to be asking for, but I think we should change it up. Do you have any uh, any other ideas that people could send us? Ooh, wow. Um, Put you on the spot. Oh, my God. So much spot here. I want uh, um, dog pictures. Oh. How about that? That is the best one. That so is the best one yet. Send us your dog pictures. <laughs> Hell yes. Uh, or show topic ideas to let's talk about stuff podcast at gmail.com. Now, I know we were joking about the menus. I'm not joking about the dog pictures. Please <laughs> send us your dog those. pictures. Actually, yes. yeah, that sounds great. We'll, we'll retweet them. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. We'll Fuck see. and hell yeah. <laughs> That's how excited Brent is. He fucked yeah, <laughs> and he held yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went big, and then I reduced it, but then I, I doubled back on it. You're like, it. was that too strong? <laughs> nope. I'm actually going to double it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... So, Stephen, let's uh, let's get into what we're drinking. Uh, yeah. What do you have today? Man, uh, so I'm pretty pumped about this one because it's another New Belgium. And I got it out this morning and I was like, did I already have this on the show? I'm not sure. Did you? Maybe. I don't know. We've had a lot of beers <laughs> and I don't remember them all anymore. So yeah. I got a New Belgium Fat Tire Special Release Belgian mm. White. So I oh. like the Fat Tire so much. But uh, this one sounded good. Have you had this? No, I've not. I've not had that one. I've had Fat Tire before, but never. Yeah. I've never had that one, Stephen. Never. <laughs> and for the listeners, we will be tweeting and posting pics mm. on Instagram and Twitter. So check Hell that out if yeah. you want to. That's good, man. That's a good like. Uh, I think they do it for the winter. It's like something about this Belgian white. I've been hearing about that for beers on the beer forums mm. that I frequent. Yeah. Um, and uh, <laughs> and uh, but it's pretty good. So. Uh, Looking forward to uh, drinking more of that. What do you got today? Awesome. Awesome. Um, so I've got a, a beer that was sent to me from a listener, 
and also a friend, but also a listener, <laughs> which is, uh, which is uh, Daniel Sanchez. He actually sent me and my wife um, some drinks. Oh, cool. Um, and uh, for me, he sent, um, you know, we've had bad luck with Sam Adams. Yeah. Uh, we've, we've stated our disgust for Sam Adams, just mediocre yeah. tasting beer. Uh, so <laughs> he sent me a different Sam slash common last name beer. Okay. This is Samuel Smith's oh. Nut Brown Ale. What? So, <laughs> it's uh, made for you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it really is. So, um, I've never heard of Samuel Smith's before. Yeah, neither have I. Uh, it's, a, it's a rather large bottle here. Um, yeah. I'm not going to drink all of it. <clears throat> Excuse me, you, wow. I think you should. This should be a Sorry. drunk episode. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know if I can do that again. For people who are just listening, go check out that Die Hard episode. That was, whew, that was a rough one for me. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we'll crack this open and see how it goes. But I'm going to save a portion of this for uh, this evening. Uh, it is oh. currently New Year's Eve as we are recording this. And uh, I want to ring in the new year with this with this beer that uh, that Daniel sent over to me. So that's let's give it a shot and see uh, see how it is. Oh, that's good. Excellent. That's really good. Oh, nice and smooth. Mm. Mm. Brewed at the Old World Brewery. Whew, that's that's hard to say. <laughs> is it? Brewery is a hard word, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Brewery. I feel like I just keep going. <laughs> Yeah. Get stuck in my, my teeth. This this word won't stop. <laughs> yeah, it won't. But uh, that is a delicious beer. So oh, uh, Daniel, thank man. you for sending that. In lieu of an email, if listeners want to send us alcoholic beverages, <laughs> please feel free. We're we're totally up to it. You can fax and those to our new fax number. Six 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 nine six nine. You'd think it'd be taken. It wasn't. <laughs> uh, he also sent my wife a, uh, a Moscato uh, It's called Nivole, I think mm-hmm. N-I-V-O-L-E And uh, I'll put a picture of both the beer and the wine That he sent up on our Twitter and Instagram Very So cool. people can check it out And just imagine what they taste like Yeah, oh yeah Oh, I will yeah. Oh yeah <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I wanted to Welcome to the Minnesotans <laughs> podcast <laughs> I wanted to give a quick shout out. I was thinking too with a, you were like a friend, a listener, friend, a listener. Uh, I was like, yeah. I, I uh, hung out with a friend of mine, James from Alamo draft house the other day uh, for another friend's going away party. And uh, he, we haven't seen each other in a little bit. And he said, Oh, I've been listening to your show. I've been listening. I listened to like four episodes and it's really cool. Cause even though we haven't been able to hang out, it's like, I get to hang out with you a little bit. And I was like, yeah, yeah. that's, yeah, that's the point. That's awesome. So yeah. yeah. Shout out to James. If you happen to listen to this episode and, uh, thanks to, uh, anybody else who's listening. We, we appreciate yeah. it for sure. Yeah. Thanks for listening, James. He and I are best friends now. Oh, well, so well, my proxy, uh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Steven, we're going to have to cut you out of the show. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> yeah. <it's> Got <laughs> to make room for James. <laughs> yeah. We're going to call it the BJ show. And, uh, it's too perfect. It's, that's it's not just fair. Super, yeah. Oh, actually, you know what? We'll keep you on there. We'll call it BJ's. BJ's. I like that. You know what makes me think, you would though? Be the, we could the have been the BS show. What? <laughs> it froze. I didn't hear your it, joke. It really did. It was like slow motion. I was like... <laughs> it was like Claymation Steven. Oh, man. That's cool. Uh, so what did you say? It, what? I, I, I said it would be the BJ's because yeah. it would be BJ and S. You would be the S. And I'm cool with that, but it also made me think, like, we could have named our show The BS Show. Why didn't we go with that route? We're just BSing about stuff. 
This is the last episode of Let's Talk About Stuff. Uh, go ahead and subscribe to the BJ Show. No, BJ? BS. The BS, BS well, Show. If you want to replace me with James, that's fine. But <laughs> I'm just saying that you and I could be the BS Show. BS. And we could BS we our way through life. Yeah. And movies and comic books. But That's, that's pretty much it. <sighs> but BJ... Bull stuff. BJ sounds pretty good. Bring him in. <laughs> Let's bring him into the loop. I've had a lot of people, you know, be like, hey, I could do an episode... So I think maybe 2018 might be the the year we invite some more people but our wives on. Yeah. See if they... Yeah, we don't need to have them on anymore. They've, uh, <laughs> they've ruined the show. Uh, no. Uh, half our audience just burned down our, our, our podcast network. <laughs> they were like, half our audience being our wives. They were like, right, F yeah. this. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, this uh, 2018 is definitely going to be a year where we have guests on the show. Uh, we're, we're definitely going to have Kent Blue on the show at a certain point. Yeah, cool. Um, to to be a guest and yeah I'd, I'd definitely be up for having uh, some listeners slash friends yeah. uh, slash new co-hosts <laughs> on the show. <laughs> Everyone's a tryout to see if they replace yeah. one of us. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really, the, the tryout process is you edit the show for <laughs> That's it. for the rest if of the year. If you want to do it, then yeah, you welcome to it. <laughs> welcome to the show. Good luck. <laughs> it's a lot of work. So let's move on to the mini topic discussion, and yeah. um, I would like to kick off the, the mini topics with a podcast crisis I'm going through. Not our show. Uh, our show, as you can tell, runs perfectly, <laughs> no issues at all. Um, Huge subscriber base, the biggest. <laughs> a lot of people are saying, I mean, don't look it up. Don't look it up on Twitter. Um, but no, I'm, uh, I'm going through a podcast crisis, Stephen. Yeah, so on, on, on the last episode, we had discussed that Hideous Energy, they are stopping their weekly show and mm. just going to, they're, they're going to set up a website and do podcasts on occasion, something that they can do, uh, maybe more in-depth topics so they don't have to um, try to focus on a, a weekly schedule like us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so um, you're like, and it sounds kind of nice. <laughs> <laughs> I could do not recording this week, but um, but no, it's uh, it's going to be something that they've they've been wanting to do, and I think they'll do a great job at it. But uh, it is something that I had listened to for you know 350 plus yeah. episodes. You know, they had special edition episodes; they didn't count as regular mm. like numbering in there. Yeah. Um, so they're probably closer to 400 episodes, but crazy i mean that's that's a, a weekly podcast i've i've listened to for uh several years and that's going away and yeah. uh luckily I, I made uh friendships with uh the hosts austin and david and mm-hmm. uh we did the super cute web comic uh yeah it, called super cute <laughs> i wasn't saying it was a, a web comic that was super it's cute. just like a super uh, cute comic we did <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh we're we have been in the middle of telling a another super cute comic for several years uh so hopefully we're going to be able to wrap up that story and get that out there so people can read it oh man uh, I, I know they were talking about doing a digital omnibus of all the web comics yeah. plus this new story uh which will be colored by uh daniel sanchez where uh, where do i send my money because i will uh, i'll send that right now d- <laughs> yeah just make it payable to cash send it to me I'll take care of it's it for $5, you. It's <laughs> $5,000. <laughs> Worth it. Hit me up on the Cash App. We're not using the other apps nope. anymore. Uh, from what not I hear. Not they sponsor us, but we're just going along with hey, that. <laughs> yet. Yet. 
2018, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Use code LTAS and uh, just shove it right up your ass, it, I guess. Because when it says error, just ignore that and just <laughs> just go with it. We're working yeah. on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shut down your phone and throw it away. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, that's one of my shows. And then I also had a daily podcast that I used to listen to, uh, which was uh, Kevin and Bean, mm. that I stopped listening to uh, because mm-hmm. uh, on November 30th, that was Ralph Garman's last day. Yeah. And he was, like, the main draw of the show for me. And, uh, like, on that episode, he, he was able to announce it and say goodbye to the listeners, and, you know, he was kind of peppered throughout that episode he was able to to kind of recap and everything and mm. say that he was saying goodbye he wouldn't say why they wouldn't let him say why yeah and um he I, I i just assumed that he was going on to bigger and better things i thought okay well you know he's it's time for him to move on like other hosts have done because um, jimmy kimmel used to be on kevin and bean oh, wow. adam carolla um chris hardwick a bunch of people mm. and they've gone on to do bigger and better things but you know, during the episode, he said, I don't know what's next for me, but uh, I hope uh, that we can, uh, I can keep you as a listener later down the road, da 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 da. And yeah. I thought that was a little bit strange. Um, but I kind of kept listening for the next week. And uh, I mean, the, the show just didn't feel the same, mm-hmm. but I thought maybe it'll, it'll get better. Then uh, on uh, Hollywood Babylon, there's a special episode with Kevin and Ralph talking at Kevin's house and discussing what happened. And it turns out that Ralph was let go. Um, they just didn't renew his contract. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess Kevin and Bean, they knew about it, but they tried to play it off like they didn't, and it was a surprise to them, but mm-hmm. he called them on it. And it just left a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, so sure. I was like, you know what? I'm I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. So this is the first time since I've been listening to podcasts going back to like 2009, I think, is how long I've been listening to podcasts steadily. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't have a daily podcast that I listen mm-hmm. to anymore. So. Yeah. Um, if, if you go back to one of our, I think maybe episode five, mm-hmm. where we talked about our, our favorites, yeah, um, we those were two of my three favorite podcasts that you know aren't aren't around anymore. So yeah, wow. uh, I hope Comedy Bang Bang sticks sticks around for a little while longer because uh, you're like, don't I'm, leave uh, me in 2018. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, I, I am backlogged on a number of other podcasts, yeah. so I'm just gonna take this as an opportunity to go. get caught up, and then once I do that. Maybe I'll find what else is out there, but yeah. uh, so we'll, we'll we'll see how that goes. No, but that uh, sucks, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, at least you have uh, Hollywood Babylon to have them on a podcast again. But um, yeah, uh, I wonder how many people are out there like you that you know unsubscribe to their podcast or stop listening to their radio mm-hmm. show because he's not on there either because it really lost its spark, like you said, or or mm-hmm. also they're just you know mad about the situation and everything. And not going to support yeah. it. So, um, yeah, it really sucks for, for him and all his fans. Yeah, that is weird. But I, I saw that he's going to be like a uh, one of the main characters or a recurring character on some cartoon show that's supposed to come out yeah. in, in 2018. So um, I'm going to assume he's getting paid for that. I don't <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it would be something he'd be volunteer on. But, uh, but yeah, hopefully he's he's able to uh, retain a paycheck because he's a super funny guy yeah, awesome. and one of the, the best, like, improv um, comics I've, I've heard in – Forever. Yeah. So I liked him uh, when I did listen to the Hollywood Babylon years ago. I liked mm-hmm. him a lot on that show. He was really funny, and I, I had no yeah. idea who he was uh, prior to that. I just was listening oh, yeah. it, uh, to it because of Kevin Smith, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. and I was like, man, this guy's funny. And so I listened to that. Yeah, for like a year maybe. Um, but yeah, it was it was always really funny. Yeah, yeah. They haven't really done any new shows since he got 
got booted from the from Kevin and Bean. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm hoping that uh, when the the new year comes around, they'll start start doing some new episodes of Hollywood Babylon, and he'll uh, he'll give us an update on yeah. on how he's doing. Um, speaking of Kevin Smith, though, I wanted to mm-hmm. to mention so. Um, Last week, I was I was talking about how I was listening to a couple of podcasts about the Last Jedi. Yeah, um, I listened to after we recorded. I listened to the uh, the Fat Man Fat Man on Batman episode of uh, well, <laughs> the episode of Fat Man <laughs> on Batman about the Last Jedi. Yeah. and it's just Kevin Smith talking for an hour and a half. Did you know he's long winded? Who could have known? <laughs> so um, I had heard about this, but he, not I haven't listened to it yet. So I'm very curious. Oh, dude, you should go back yeah. and listen to okay, it. Cool. You specifically, yeah. because he goes back. He at, at that point he said that he's seen it twice, uh-huh. and he goes back and he he literally starts from the beginning of the movie and works his way forward awesome. like throughout the film. Okay, so it's kind of recapping it as, as he's going. I don't know how he retained all of this information, <laughs> especially but, since uh, he's smoking weed. I don't know how. He I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but he's super into it, and yeah. he, he walks you back through it and as he's doing it um it's kind of jarring my memory mm-hmm. or jogging my memory a little yeah. bit and and it's it's helping me it it kind of made me like it a little bit more just uh-huh. from recapping it there's still some parts that he talks about where i was like mm, yeah i wasn't super into that moment but um uh, just kind yeah. of hearing his take on it helps a little bit um and he he does mention a couple of times, like, if it were me, and nobody's going to hire fucking Silent Bob to, to direct a Star Wars movie, but if it were me, I would have maybe done this, which is, I kind of like hearing. Yeah. Like, you're oh, talking about awesome. your brother yeah. Danny was, was talking about, like, if, if it were me, this is what I would do. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think it's a fair, like, criticism of a movie, but I do like to hear those, like, those type of twists on what oh, yeah. people would, would take or whatever. Yeah. I think that's kind of a cool a cool thing. So I definitely think you should check it out. So. I totally will now, yeah. Um, I want to listen to those other podcasts you mentioned, too, where they, they talked mm-hmm. about it. Um, but uh, I this actually leads into uh, we were going to do some stuff we watched recently, and yeah. uh, I actually did go see The Last Jedi again. Oh, nice. Uh, okay. So I watched The Force Awakens on Christmas Day, uh, partly because I heard uh, a lot of people do that. You know, they, like what you talked about last week, I think that a lot of people like Star Wars is their random Christmas movie. So I was like, I'm going to check sure. that out again. But I'm going to watch The Force Awakens, and I had the day after Christmas off, so... I was like, maybe I'll go see The Last Jedi by myself in the morning, and I did that, and after uh, all of my numerous discussions with you and Danny and all these other people, and then reading so much about it, um, when I watched The Force Awakens again, I actually appreciated The Force Awakens more, I liked it more as a movie than I ever have, because The Last Jedi informed it so well, and it was like certain things that I was like, like the way that they did Rey's parentage, if you just watch The Force Awakens over again, like, it's really not unambiguous. Like, it's it's really, like, you can tell, like, she was just left there. It's not a big deal. It's just, like, fans yeah. went with it. And the way mm-hmm. that plays out, I was like, yep, that's cool. It all works really, really well together. Uh, mm-hmm. And so now I'm doing this new thing where I, I'm calling it The Waterfall, uh, a way okay. to watch Star Wars. Don't go chasing it, Steven. <laughs> Here's the thing. I had, a, I had an idea about that, and I'll tell you why. So The Waterfall okay. is... I'm starting with a new trilogy, which uh, obviously is not finished. So the, the two movies we have. So I watched The Force Awakens and then The Last Jedi. And then I went back to watch Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi. And then I'm going to waterfall back down to the prequels. So I, I was basically watching. Oh, wow. Which is why I haven't watched them yet. But I'm afraid at the end of that I could say, don't go chasing waterfalls. <laughs> right? 
<laughs> as as a, a, a way to say this is how I tried it and it did not work. Uh, yeah, okay. so I, I'm actually kind of excited to watch the prequels. Um, I haven't seen them in a long, long time. And I'm nervously optimistic about it, but I was excited to watch them last night, and I went, and they're only available digitally for $15 to buy them. And I was like, I don't want to buy them. I just want to watch them once and never remember it again. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's funny because the, the, the $15 thing is like, for Disney, that's like a deep, deep discount movie. I'm sure it is. Like, that's as, that's as far as they yeah. go as the, the $14.99 yeah. on iTunes. And yeah. so I'm like, man, why can't it be like a rental somewhere, anywhere? But, uh, yeah. and I don't have, I haven't had like a, a disc player in like five years. Uh, my last Blu-ray player was like years ago, so... Um, okay. I'm even like over that. Like I, I was like, Danny, I think has the set of them and we're going to Colorado, uh, where he lives next month. And I was like, Oh, I can, I can probably get them from him. And I was like, Nope, I have nothing to watch that on. I don't, <laughs> I don't do that anymore. So <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to watch them. Cause I really don't want to have to pay $15 and own them. Uh, yeah. I don't think I really need that in my life. So, uh, or I don't want proof of that. Let's say, uh, yeah. so, but I'm, I'm kind of excited and, uh, and it's been interesting because it really changed my view of the last Jedi watching the force awakens before, and then kind of looking at it. I was trying to basically do it like, uh, yeah, the new trilogy and then watching the original trilogy as the prequels mm-hmm. to what's coming out right now. And that was kind of an interesting okay. experiment and okay. the prequels are the, the, not the prequels, the original trilogy like leaves a lot open and there's a lot of goofy stuff in it and it makes it a lot of sense that this movie leaves a lot of stuff open and is really kind of goofy sometimes. It really mm-hmm. like fits in more than I remembered. And um, there's a lot of beats I noticed from both The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi that take place across the entire original trilogy, almost as if they're like flipping it on its head and kind of did like The Force Awakens almost seemed more like The Return of the Jedi to me. And The Empire is still the middle movie, but like it kind of like flipped things around more than I remembered. So. Uh, anyway, long-winded Kevin Smith style. That was my little thing, uh, but it, it's been interesting, and I liked I liked the Last Jedi a whole lot more the second time around. Yeah, okay, that's that seems to be the consensus from what I understand yeah. is that the people after second viewing they kind of know what it is and they're able to go back and, yeah. and rewatch it. Did the did the pacing feel better for yeah, you the second all time? All of it, like it. I think once my expectations were out of the way and I knew what was coming, I was like, okay, mm-hmm. so this is what I got. Now, how does it fit in with Star Wars with the rest of the mm-hmm. films and mythology and the pacing or whatever like all the stuff and i was like i still kind of feel like there's there might be a better movies out there but i'm actually on board more with uh i think this is luke's trajectory i don't think there's okay. a better way like i'm kind of leaning more towards that at least uh, i'm very excited to listen to these podcasts you had mentioned though and these reviews to see what uh, what they say and how that informs my opinion but uh yeah the pacing all like a lot of the issues i had with it uh, one in particular like an example i could give was um I thought that uh, Holdo doing the battering ram style thing with mm-hmm. the hyper hyperdrive was dumb because they could have spoilers. Done... <laughs> we'll put spoilers. Uh, yeah. so I figured since we already talked about it, but yeah, we'll we'll yeah. put that. Uh, yeah. But when she does that, I, I thought like that should have been Leia or it should have been Akbar, someone we had like an emotional attachment to. But the whole thing is that's never been done before in Star Wars, and so some fans mm-hmm. were like, "Why wouldn't they've just done that to the Death Star?" And it's like nobody thought about it before. We needed yep. a brand new character we've never seen before to come up with a mm-hmm. brand new idea we've never seen before. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, yeah, it does, actually. A lot yeah. of the things, like, I, I read these interviews with Ryan Johnson, and he said the, the story informed everything with his, with his characters, whatever, and they all serviced the story. And I was like, yeah, I think that's true. I think he, he did a much better job than I gave him credit the first time around. So, yeah, definitely interesting. Does it make you... 
Does it make you look forward to his trilogy more? Yes, definitely, yeah. Does, okay. I'm still um, just weary because I don't know uh, what it's going to entail or whatever, but yeah, I think it, mm-hmm. I think he has a better head on his shoulders than I gave him credit the first time around. Um, mm-hmm. It makes me like, this movie is like on par with like Looper to me, which I thought was phenomenal, and I'm like, oh, yeah. he's really smart in his filmmaking, and, and I think that stands, uh, and I can say that now. Um, I'm also more excited for where it'll go in this trilogy for, for Nine, now than I was the first time around because I had said that like it doesn't lead you to as much fun and excitement as like The Force Awakens did when you left it but I was right. like now I'm like the story is really rich and interesting and I'm kind of down because it seems like it really is open-ended and it's not going to be a rehash of what we had before like they've done a lot of different things now so um, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out that's true because yeah we have no idea where any of this is going to go seriously no clue like because they they leave what is that planet, the uh, the paprika planet? That's a crate? Is that right? Uh, yeah. They they escape there, and we don't know where they go, right? Yeah. So yeah, they just got on know. the Falcon, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they're they're off going somewhere. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And we, like at the, the end of Force Awakens, we know that there's going to be an interaction between Rey and Luke. Yeah. But, I mean, that that was mostly it. Yeah. So on this one, we, we've just got a bunch of question marks, yeah. which I think is exciting for, for J.J. Yeah. and whoever's writing the movie with them because they can really just kind of pick up whatever thread they want to. Yeah, it's kind of exciting. Like at first I was like, mm-hmm. man, I, it's too open. I don't really have anything to look forward to. But now I'm like, no, I think, I think it's cool because um, they've really done a lot of things. They kind of accelerated the story. It's, it's almost as if they put the entire original trilogy, like anything that they did do a callback or like a similar plot point to – They've basically mm-hmm. done the entire original trilogy in these two movies now. So we have a third movie. Like, at first it was like, when I first saw The Last Jedi, I was like, what are they going to do with this third movie? Like, where could this go in one movie and finish it out? But I'm like, no, it's cool. Yeah. Like, they kind of jumped the gun a little bit and uh, and did some things and got them out of the way. And now we have these characters. And it's like, it's really going to be open-ended and new. And it's kind of exciting. So, yeah. yeah. I think J.J. will be up for the task, too. So I think so. Um when do you think we'll have a poor direct a Star Wars movie? I mean, it's it's probably about time, you know. I think so. It's twenty seventeen. It's twenty eight. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say it's twenty eighteen. I know, man. When this podcast comes up, <laughs> um, yeah, I think it, I think it's time. Uh, the Borgs have really shown what they can do, yep. uh, which is not much, but maybe <laughs> maybe they can direct. Maybe they're just holding out for that director's chair. You know, I heard this little tidbit that um, the Porgs were created because um, there are these, I can't remember what they're called right now, and I feel bad about that, but there are these other birds on the actual island that they filmed at, and they couldn't get rid of them. And so they were, like, <laughs> around during filming, and so they had to do something. And so they're like, well, let's just create a character that's like an alien little bird thing. And I was like, I'm down with that. That's cool. <laughs> a, se- a seal penguin. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, well, jumping off of what you were talking about for uh, stuff that we watched recently, yeah. I I watched for me what felt like a number of movies, you know, yeah. since we last recorded. So uh, let me go through my my list real quick. Um, we <laughs> this first, we didn't start out great. Okay, we didn't start out <laughs> great. So uh, my wife had been wanting to rewatch uh, the 2016 version of Ghostbusters okay. uh, for a while. Yeah, how was that the um, second time around? So Just as good. normally when when I when we watch movies at the house, Brandy will fall asleep. Um, this time roles were reversed, and I passed oh, wow. out uh, in the in the middle of this movie. <laughs> um, man, it's just such a hard movie for me to get into. I don't yeah. know why. I like all of the actresses that are in it. I like 
I, I think Chris Hemsworth is hilarious in yeah, this movie. Yeah, he was good. But there's just something about the movie itself that doesn't that doesn't do anything for me. Yeah. Like, all of the colors in it are so saturated yeah. and vibrant. It's just so off-putting. I, I don't know what it is, you know? It's... Um, I don't know if they're going to make a sequel to this uh-huh. or not, but I think a lot of it has to do with getting the the Ghostbusters together and having to redo the origin story yeah. and everything. Um, and are they going to get this firehouse or not? Oh, they do, but at the very end of the movie. And it's... Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I We we got the movie for free. Oh, uh, yeah. Digitally for, for signing up to the, uh, the Watch Anywhere uh-huh. app, you know? Um, because I certainly wasn't going to buy it, but yeah. <laughs> since we own it now, Brain said, oh, well, let's rewatch that. But, um, yeah, I, I hardly ever fall asleep during movies, but uh, I did fall asleep during during that one. Interesting. And uh, I don't feel like I missed anything, yeah. to be honest. I, um, I haven't seen it a second time. I only saw it once, but I hate it because I, I think all those actresses are great, and there was I like that director a whole lot, and there's some good parts, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, it's just not a really good movie. Like, it's a very no. mediocre movie. And that's what mm-hmm. hurt it. And yeah, I'm with you that the rehash of the origin story is not that great. It's just I I barely remember what happens in that movie. Like when you said that stuff about them getting at the end, I was like, oh yeah, I kind of remember like something with like a Chinese place <laughs> or something. Yeah, and whatever. Yeah. And like I, it was so forgettable, you know. Yeah, I and the humor kind of fell flat for yeah. for the most part. Uh, except, again, except for Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. It was, <laughs> yeah. It was so funny. <laughs> I, like, I like when he shows up, he's wearing his glasses, then he puts his finger through his glasses to scratch, like, the corner of his eye. It's like little things like that, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then on, that was, uh, I think that was the night before Christmas. Um, so on Christmas Day, after her family left, uh, we watched uh, Better Watch Out. Which is a movie you had recommended? Oh, okay. What'd you think? And we didn't we didn't watch any trailers, so all I had to go off of was what you <laughs> talked about on the last podcast. Uh-huh. So we watched it, and I thought it was great. Uh huh. I was super Excellent. into it. Like I I didn't, and I'm not going to spoil it here. Yeah. Uh, because like you, I think people should go check it yes. out for themselves. Go in cold because the movie is not what I thought it was at all. Yeah. You set it up as it was a. Uh, uh, would you say like a horror version of Home Alone? Yeah, sort of. Yeah, like a more yeah, yeah. darker version. Yeah. So it's it's like that, but also not. I know it's hard. It's hard to describe yeah. it. it. It's like that plus uh, plus the babysitter, but like in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> so so um, man, I really enjoyed it. Uh, my wife was kind of like, eh. Yeah, you know whatever, but um, but I really liked that's it. That's good. So man. I I I definitely understand why you would want to buy this movie yeah, because I thought it was really good. Uh, I ended up watching the trailers after uh-huh. watching the movie. Oh yeah, and and it's such a like a different experience yeah. because I I could see what they were trying to get across in the trailer, mm-hmm. but once you see the movie, you're like, oh, but that spoils something. Yeah. But to the people who haven't seen the movie. It's they think it's a different thing. Yeah, I don't know. It's a, it would ruin it, it to me. I think. Yeah, like a lot of the yeah. fun of it. So. Yeah, but uh, yeah, definitely good. So yeah. people go check out. Better watch out. Awesome. Yeah, I'm glad you uh, saw that. That's great. <laughs> also, uh, on Christmas night, we or I rewatched it oh. from earlier this year. <laughs> That's awesome. And uh, Brandy had never seen it, and I was so excited for her to watch it, oh, and she bought man. it for me for Christmas, nice. and. We watched it and she didn't. She didn't like it. She thought it was <laughs> cheesy. She oh, didn't really? think it was scary at all. Oh wow! And okay. and I told her ahead of time. I was like, well, it's it's a lot more fun and funny. Yeah, than, you than it is like 
dark and scary, you know, kind of, it doesn't have that grittiness to it yeah. that you might pick up for, or expect from most horror movies. Yeah. Um, but I still liked it. I thought it was great. Awesome. Um, I, I liked it even more the second time, oh, I think. Awesome. Um, have you rewatched it? No, I'm super, I'm glad you guys did because um, I keep suggesting it to Amanda because I'm like, I'm going to buy it. And yeah. I'm definitely going to watch that. And she asked me the other day, she was like, do you think I'd like it? And I was like, I don't know, you might hate me to, for making you watch it. So I'm glad that, mm-hmm. now that Brandy has, though, I can be like, well, Brandy watched it and she even thought it was su- like silly or whatever. So yeah, yeah, I would love to watch that again. It was just such a well-made movie. <laughs> It really was, yeah. man. It's so good, and the the humor in it yeah. still made me laugh. You know, watching it the second time, um, I, we bought it on iTunes mm-hmm. and we watched it digitally. And I was a little bit disappointed that there's not a director's commentary oh, on there. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's something that will be updated later, yeah. but um, I really want to hear the commentary on it, especially for stuff about the uh, the different music cues, like the mm-hmm. pop culture <laughs> music yeah, cues yeah. that are in there, because um, I think that's really. Really awesome yeah. how they, they pulled it off. It was totally unexpected. Yeah, it was so good. Um, <laughs> I'm like there, thinking about more things, and I'm like, oh, the lap bar was great, and that bar was great. Yeah. <laughs> now, there's a, a a gag, or not a gag reel, a deleted scenes uh-huh. that you need to watch oh. because they, the, the, they're very, and it's, they don't have the deleted scenes split up like oh, you okay. see sometimes where it, they, choose, they all yeah. just play back to back, you know? And the very first one is almost like an alternate version of of uh, uh, Georgie and Pennywise's interaction oh, yeah. at the beginning. And it, it's... <laughs> just watch it. it. It's pretty funny. I'm excited. It's pretty funny. Um, oh, with and, that, though, I was going to say that yeah. I, I did hear that um, a director's cut might be coming next year. So that was my oh, only thing with not buying it yet was that I was like, well, hold up. I might want to watch a director's cut. Um, and it's... It, I, I think I heard, like, April, maybe, that it might be coming out, so... Um, I want to look that mm-hmm. up maybe first to, to see if that's possible because that would be interesting to see what he might put back in. But uh, I think it was mm-hmm. perfect as it was, and it seems, from what I understood, that he he made the movie that he wanted. That was you know kind of what was put out mm-hmm. there. So uh, I'm actually intrigued by why there would be a director's cut, but uh, anytime there is one, I like to check him yeah. out. So Yeah, and on the deleted scenes that I watched, it didn't seem like there was anything that just had to be put in there. Yeah. You know, Sometimes it was just like, maybe 30 seconds or 45 seconds of extra footage mm-hmm. that they cut out of there. Okay. Uh, but I don't know. Maybe they're, maybe they saved all of that yeah. stuff for that. Yeah. Cut. If he knew he was going to do it, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But that, yeah, I'm, I'm pumped to watch that again. It's one of yeah. my favorite movies of 2017. And it was so much fun. Oh, me too. Yeah. yeah when I think of 2017, <laughs> that's definitely one of the movies yeah. I think about. Yeah. It's so good. Um, also on Christmas night, we started to watch bright, oh, the Netflix man. Will Smith movie. Started um, to, <laughs> yeah. So the, the only reason we didn't finish it is because I had work the next day, okay. so okay. and it was getting late, so we didn't didn't do it. But we ended up finishing it um, like a day or two later. Yeah. And so I've seen the whole thing, and I don't think it's as bad as yeah. the internet is making it out to be. Uh, not near as bad. Um, it's not a like super thought provoking movie, mm-hmm. but um, I thought it was fun. I yeah. Was, okay. I thought it was fine. I thought it was fun. Uh, <laughs> Both of those. I, I've heard that it's uh, that audiences. Uh, one one headline that I saw was audience like that. Audiences like that movie as much as critics hate it. And I thought that was interesting. <laughs> um, that maybe it is just like a fun, you know, goofy, you know, yeah. shoot 'em up type weird fantasy world. So that's cool. 
Well, in my head, I was I was dreading it because I've seen Suicide Squad. Yeah, may, <laughs> just that. <laughs> may I rest in peace. Um, and I I hated that movie. I thought that movie was straight up garbage. Yeah. And I haven't seen any of David Ayer's other movies. Yeah. I haven't seen Fury or End of Watch. I've heard both of them are great. Yeah. Um, but the most recent thing I had seen was Suicide Squad. I know that he didn't have full control of it. There was separate edits and cuts and everything yeah. that he didn't necessarily have anything to do with. So that's what I was kind of putting it up against. So maybe that's coloring my opinion of Bright. Mm-hmm. But um, I thought that the the characterizations were actually pretty good. Oh. Will Smith is just playing Will Smith because that's what he mainly does. Yeah. Uh, unless you watch like Seven Pounds or Pursuit of Happiness or something yeah. like that. But um, yeah, he's Will Smith is Will Smith. Yeah. Uh, playing Will Smith. <laughs> and then um, the I think the world that's set up is it's pretty well done, mm-hmm. um, and it kind of fills in some some gaps for you if you're not familiar with like the the fantasy genre, yeah, or genre. Um, but uh, overall, I, I thought it was mostly okay. fun movie. I, I didn't really have any issues yeah. with it. Um, I know that uh, oh, shit, <laughs> uh, Max, Max Landis, right? Yeah, he he wrote this. Oh movie. yeah, and I actually like yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, so do I. Yeah. Um, there's some controversy about him about uh, sexual assault allegations oh, really? I didn't know that about came that. up. So uh, yeah, so you know, good luck. With that. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, all, the, uh, all the fanboys don't like him and stuff, and uh, I actually generally generally do uh, like mm-hmm. his stuff. So I was intrigued by that. It's just to me, it wasn't even just that Suicide Squad was this guy's was David Ayer's last movie. It's that this looked a lot like Suicide Squad to me. That it was like the same mm-hmm. kind of dark quality and the same like action and violence all look the same or whatever and so I was like it just feels mm-hmm. like straight out of Suicide Squad so that's why it hadn't really appealed to me that much but uh, but yeah I mean I might give it a shot on a, on a random day see how I know what, what you're about it. I know what you're saying about the comparisons between the two but I think the in watching the movie I think the um, the color choices are a lot more uh, muted mm-hmm. more more of a humble uh, <laughs> palette for these colors um, we call uh, it the Oklahoma they, Right, <laughs> it's a filter. <laughs> <laughs> um, the uh, the the overall like look of the film looks it, it looks very lived in, even though there's a yeah. lot of fantastic elements um, in it. Yeah, um, cool. the, the actual like setting of it, I think it's in L.A. Uh-huh. If I'm if I'm thinking correctly, but um, it looks very uh, real world. Um, Something that I wish that Ghostbusters had mm. a little bit more of, yeah. the, the 2016 remake. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd say give it a shot. Okay. You know, if you don't have anything else to do, watch Bright. Watch the first 10 minutes of it. See, Check it out. See if you like Why it, not? you know? <laughs> I actually thought the other day we were watching uh, some of the ones I'll get into. We watched some movies recently that we didn't really care for. And I was like, man, I think that all movies that you're going to get, like, digitally at least, uh, like through mm-hmm. iTunes, anything you're going to rent or buy, they should give you, like, 10 minutes. Of the, like, the first 10 minutes, you should just be able to watch anything. And be like, you know what? Not for me. Because I don't want to yeah. spend like a couple bucks on something that I end up hating. It's better on Netflix, whatever. That's great for, for Bright because you can just throw it on. But uh, even some mm-hmm. other movies like that I want to rent, I'm like, I w- I'm happy to rent them. But what if I hate them after a little bit? Like I, I, I know a lot of times within a, at least 10 minutes that I'm like, I'm not going to feel this right now. Or Amanda's not. Or we don't want to watch this right now. Or whatever. Like um, I, I don't have enough time to, uh, to, to just watch things fully. Okay. <laughs> and, and if I paid for it, I just have to finish it out. I'm not in that mindset, so. Yeah. <laughs> Ten minutes, please. 
Yeah. Well, I, I don't have that mindset, as you will see as I get further down my list. Um, I, I do I do commit because I do want That's to know I how, how something I'll else. I'll give up, yeah. Um, so um, uh, we watched Patriots Day, or rewatched Patriots Day, which was a movie that came out earlier this year. It's about the Boston Marathon yeah. bombing. With Marky it Mark. happened in 2013. <laughs> yeah, Marky Mark's in it. Funky Bunch, not in this one. Strange. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, uh, it's the first cool. of, of, of two Mark Wahlberg movies that we've watched oh, wow. recently. Uh, I'll get into the other one here in just a minute. But uh, <laughs> Patriot's Day, uh, it, it was a, I, I often drag my wife to movies to go see, you know, like superhero stuff or whatever bullshit that I, I want to see. I drag her yeah. to and she's a, she's a sport and she goes along. Um, so she had mentioned that she wanted to go see this movie because she's a runner and this has to do with the marathon. It's just something she was interested yeah. in. And I was like... Eh, I guess we'll we'll see, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I looked at the cast, and it's got Mark Wahlberg, but it also has, and who's not a, a negative tick yeah. on the actors column for me. He's just kind of he could be either way, yeah. you know. Sometimes he's good, sometimes not. Yeah. Um, like but it also has uh, John Goodman, J.K. Simmons, Kevin Bacon mm. is in oh, it. Wow. Um, so I like all of those actors. So I thought, you know what? Let's just go see it. And we saw it, and I loved this movie. Oh, cool. Okay. Um, it's it's very, um, very much set. It's a, how, how would I say this? It's based on real world events and mm. real people. Uh, but I'm sure there's some liberties taken here and there with, with certain things, uh, because this movie is also fairly funny. It's not a comedy by any means, but they do a good job of adding some humor in there to contrast some of the, the drama that's in there. And there are some very, like, sad and awful things that happen yeah. in this movie. Um, but there's enough humor kind of sprinkled throughout to keep your interest. And it keeps the, the movie, um, it keeps you entertained as the, the movie's going on. Because I think it's like two and a half hours, maybe two hours, 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. So it is kind of long, but it doesn't really feel like it as you're watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would, I would definitely recommend people check this out. Because it has one of the most intense scenes uh i've I've ever seen Mm. in a movie ever um and i I don't want to spoil anything but uh, earlier this year on i think our first episode we talked about spider-man homecoming Mm -hmm. and that scene where uh peter is talking to um uh the vulture in the car Mm -hmm. and how that scene was very intense um there's something very similar that happens in patriots day Mm. but it's way more intense than that so um it's definitely worth checking out if you can Track it down. Now, this is funny because uh, we were looking for movies to watch last night, and I almost stopped on it, but um, mm-hmm. it's directed by Peter Berg, I believe, and I go back and mm-hmm. forth on his stuff. Um, sometimes I like him and sometimes I don't, and uh, I haven't seen a lot of his stuff in a while, so mm-hmm. I had heard that was good, but I was like, yeah, I don't really know. Like, I'm not sure it's going to be my thing, but I would uh, definitely check that out now that you, get, that you yeah. said that, so... To contrast Patriot's Day, we also watched afterward Inside Out. Uh, <laughs> Good double feature. Is, yeah, yeah. Um, not a lot of crossover in, uh, in theme, yeah. but uh, it is a good Pixar movie, and I, I do, uh, for the most part, love Pixar. Um, I've gone... They've soured me on a, a couple of movies, mm. uh, a couple of releases over the past few years, but yeah. um, I think they knocked it out of the park with Inside Out. Have you ever seen it? Yeah. Um, weirdly, I don't know if I was drunk at the time. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember a whole lot about it. Um, yeah. I was I was drinking away my feelings. Uh, no, <laughs> uh, I don't remember a whole lot about it. I remember liking it, but I don't I don't remember the much of the story. So I need to check it out again. It was I remember being good, 
but uh, mm-hmm. not not a whole lot yeah. about it. So there's a, a little girl who has um, five main emotions that yeah. live in her head, and her family ends up moving from Minnesota. Uh, over to California, and there's some some drama that comes from that, and um, some shit goes wrong in, in her head, and and the emotions are trying to fix it and everything. Um, yeah, it's just really well done, and there's a a pretty strong um, lesson about sadness, mm-hmm. um, which is one of the characters. You've got joy, and you've got sadness, and you would think that well, let's just get rid of the sadness and focus on the happiness, but the 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 story's more about getting through the sadness mm-hmm. so you can get on to the other aspects of your life, yeah. including, you know, feeling happy and whatnot. Yeah. So uh, definitely a good movie. You should rewatch it. I should, man. If any if any listeners haven't seen it, go see it. Right now. <laughs> well I guess you don't have to go see it. Go to you your local theater and see, see it home. inside out. <laughs> Demand it. Demand. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so for my second Mark Wahlberg movie, yeah. I watched last night. <sighs> yep. You know what? Hold on. Let me get a drink real quick. Clear, glug, 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 glug. I watched it, Stephen. I watched Transformers the last night. You all right? The, the, the fifth <laughs> Transformers movie. How was it? Oh. You own a lot of the Transformers movies, so you like them more Stephen, than I do. I own... I officially own all of the Transformers Wait, you movies. This? Yes, yeah. No, it was, it was on sale on iTunes. I thought, you know what? I, I, I'm a. I will probably You're... end up rewatching this at a certain point. Uh-huh. Um, that's what I thought. You thought, okay. And then I, and then I, then I watched the movie, and I was like, ooh, this is this is not good. No. You know, because I have a, a lot of leeway for for bad movies if they have you know like cool special effects or whatever. Yeah. Because I do like CGI, I like the the artistry that's behind it and character design and whatnot. Whew, this movie is rough. <laughs> so uh, there's they bring King Arthur into yeah, it. Yeah, I was very like, confused. Which is is weird. Yeah. Like it it's like I don't understand. I don't. I'm not. I don't understand why King Arthur is still a thing that we need to revisit. I feel like <laughs> yeah. we we did it with Sword in the Stone. <laughs> we peaked. That's. <laughs> yeah, that was that was back then. Yeah. Disney did it, you guys. Um, but uh, yeah, they they bring King Arthur into this, and and <laughs> so the I guess the the draw for the movie based on the trailers was that Optimus Prime turns turns evil, and he mm-hmm. has to fight Bumblebee at a certain point. Yeah. But by the time, and that's set up like early in the movie, like one of the the first scenes. Mm. But as you get further into it, the scene where Optimus shows up on Earth and he's evil. We're an hour and 50 minutes into this fucking movie. And and I, I paused it just to check the time. There was still another 45 uh, goddamn minutes of this thing. I hate it. And if there's, if there's one thing that Michael Bay... I, everybody knows that he's like explosions and, and, and big boobs on hot women and everything. Yeah. Big boobs he's on also, hot women. Yeah. <laughs> That's such a good description of his movies. <laughs> <laughs> the... He needs to to learn how to edit because it seems oh, like yeah. it's just like everything that's filmed is in this movie. There's there's just like shit that could easily be cut out. Yeah. There's all kinds of shit that's like, well, this joke isn't even funny. Is it a joke? Is it a joke, Stephen? <laughs> is it a joke? Why is this still in here? There's a scene where um, <laughs> where uh, I think like Bumblebee and then Mark Wahlberg and uh, the big boobed hot woman is they're they're like walking in England and they're walking across this like 
it, it's really like beautiful, like shot of like the super green grass. Mm-hmm. They're walking through a field up to this like big English mansion where Anthony Hopkins is standing, believe it or not. <laughs> and and there's still an explosion in that scene. Amazing. They, they got to put explosion yeah. somewhere, I guess. Um, but uh, yeah, Transformers last night. Go check it out. Highly recommend <laughs> it. Uh, five stars. No, no, it's a terrible. <laughs> what, um, Can we do a negative five stars? <laughs> is that possible? Are, so one of the things I don't understand about Transformers, maybe in general, is mm-hmm. and when they specifically go to this old, you know, Republic. I, I was thinking about the Star Wars, I guess, old Republic. But mm-hmm. when they go to this like King Arthur times, um, are they still cars? What do they transform into? Well, it's the the King Arthur stuff that actually takes place in the past. Yeah, like I, I've for some reason I was thinking that they would travel back in time or something like that. Yeah, but but no, that that all takes place in the past. They just were here. Uh, yeah, there's a group of I think like twelve robots that transform into a giant three headed dragon. But okay. I mean that's that's it. Okay. <laughs> and then <laughs> then later we see them uh, the Transformers uh, like Bumblebee in World War Two, and he's a. Um, He's a 2013 Camaro. No, he's uh, <laughs> that's what I'm he's, like. he's some type. He's some type of like transport vehicle for American soldiers. Um, okay. And so he, he's not yellow. He's a uh, just you know like an army green color. So but the bubble bee part makes no sense. No. So, <laughs> nope. But I don't expect that from any of this. Like, there's a, a part of the movie where they're trying to finally replace Bumblebee's. Um, voice box oh, yeah. to where he could speak instead of speaking through audio clips, yeah. uh, which it would make sense if it was like audio clips from songs that he's picking up on the radio, but it's like clips from movies. <laughs> so does he have like a, a Blu-ray player installed? It doesn't make he's any like, sense. I need more vocabulary, you know? guys. Yeah. <laughs> Retrofit me. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> so they finally give him a voice box, and it it doesn't it, it makes him speak like Siri, kind of. <laughs> But, Is but it then, like later, because I would watch that. Maybe that would. That, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> but but then he ends up going back to just his regular like audio clip voice, uh, and they don't okay. address it again. And then at the end of the movie, he he's able to speak with his actual like bumblebee voice that we've never heard before. Yeah. And then he goes back to the audio clip thing briefly, and then he's able to speak. It doesn't. <laughs> I I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> These movies are not. I don't know who these movies are for. They're just like they're for, uh, maybe like twelve year old Brent. Yeah, possibly. Well, where shit doesn't have to make sense. Twelve <laughs> year old Brent is still buying them. <laughs> yeah, that is true. I've, you know what? You're right. I've done it to myself. I have no reason to bitch. I I actually so one of the things that uh, we'll get into later is uh, some resolutions. But uh, Transformers, I have the first one, and I haven't watched it in a long time, and so that that kind of fits in later, but. Uh, I've been wanting to watch, watch that one again, but um, I don't mm-hmm. remember liking the second one a whole lot, and the third one I don't remember at all. But I don't. I was like, that wasn't very good. And then I've never watched no. like since it went to Marky Mark uh, and all that. I, I haven't seen any of those at all. So uh, I mean, obviously you've owned them up to this point. Was this the fifth one? Is that what you said? This is this is the fifth movie okay. according to my iTunes <laughs> buying habits. This is the fifth movie. So what do you think about two, three, and four? I guess like obviously you liked Ooh. them enough. Well, I, I remember, I think audiences in general liked the first Transformers movie. Yeah. For the most part. I mean, it's a big, big dumb action movie, yeah. but I think most people liked it. Two is where it started to go down, where yeah. they had the uh, the giant Transformer climbing the uh, the pyramid with uh, two giant metal balls <laughs> hanging between his legs. <laughs> See, people were like, oh, that's, that. that's bad. Yeah. And then there are also two, like, smaller robots that speak uh-huh. with, like, 
affected African-American accents yeah. that are just, like, so stereotypical, and it's just, it's just bad. Yeah. Like, these... These movies are bad. Yeah. Like I know, I knew that going in, but I didn't. I wasn't prepared for how bad for this one. This movie was. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's. It's a new level. It's it's not good. Yeah, yeah. Do you ever think? Yeah, if they were if they if they were trying to reach a new level of Transformers <laughs> movie, they've done it, but not the way they were hoping Probably for. Not. I think. Do you ever think that he's just like I'm gonna go really off the wall here just to see when people will stop me? Because I feel that way about Trump sometimes. That I'm like he's yeah. just waiting for someone to be like this is crazy, and he'll be like yeah. I knew I was doing that. I feel like Michael Bay is kind of the same way. Like, he's a sociopath, and he's just like, people keep paying for these. I'm just going to keep making them crazier and crazier, and well, I, go with it. So. I've, I've heard this is supposed to be his last his last one that he's directing, yeah. but he said that he said with, that like, there. three and four as well, <laughs> yeah. so who, who fucking knows? Yeah. And it's weird because at the, the very end of this movie, there's no post credit scene, but there's, like, those stylized credits, you know? Uh, and at the end of that, there's a scene that I guess is supposed to be setting up something, but the continuity with these movies are just so, like, uh, and I guess we're doing this now. Yeah. So who, who knows They're how it works? Place. Well, and they have that yeah. Bumblebee spinoff with uh, Haley Steinfeld, I think. Steinfeld? Yeah, that one. Yeah. Uh, Pitch Perfect. Where she's where with she... Bumblebee in the 80s <laughs> yeah. or something. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I just don't understand this whole retconning, the idea, like, in the first movie, it's like, cool, there are Transformers. They came to Earth at this time, during this movie, mm-hmm. and they had a yeah. thing where, like, oh, like, one of them crashed, like, 60 years ago, and this guy's grandfather found it. And I was like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm accepting of that, that it yeah. crashed in the ice and no one ever saw it, and then we get yeah. them now and we see it. And now they're like, mm-hmm. oh, no, well, obviously they fought in the Crusades, and yeah. obviously <laughs> Bumblebee's been around since the 80s, and it's like, what are you talking about? No, it, he he literally fought in World War II. It <laughs> yeah, shows him, like, storming <laughs> a Nazi castle. I don't understand, like, how that's... So, what, like, I haven't seen them, so maybe they try to explain some of that, obviously. I'm, I, I well, hope they it's do, funny but. because in, in this movie, they address why the Transformers keep coming to Earth. Yeah. Which is fine, but also we're on the fifth movie, guys. Yeah. Like, maybe, maybe set that up beforehand. It's, it's, it's so just weird. like... We don't know where we're going with this, so <laughs> we'll do this now. Um, one thing I will mention is uh, in the fourth movie, at the very end of it, again, the last 45 minutes, we finally see the Dinobots, which, fuck yes. Oh, I love dinosaurs. Okay, yeah. And the robot dinosaurs, hell yeah. <laughs> so I can see like they, that, yeah. They bring them back briefly at the beginning of this movie. We see Grimlock, which is the big like T-Rex dinosaur guy, mm-hmm. uh, because they're living in a junkyard and he's eating a cop car and all this shit. Dumb joke. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, there's also like baby Dinobots, uh-huh. and I was expecting them to do something, but the, I mean they're just like there. There's no purpose for them. And as much as I love uh, dinosaur robots, even baby ones, mm-hmm. they didn't need to be in this movie yeah. at all. I don't even know how you make baby Dinobots. Like that doesn't make any sense at all. It's weird. Um, but um, towards the end of the movie, <laughs> they uh, all of the the Autobots. Um, are gathered, and I was expecting to see Grimlock, again, the coolest fucking Transformer because he's a T-Rex, come back. No, they didn't bring him back. Oh. I, like, they, they brought everybody else, but they're just like... Did you flip your coffee okay. table when that happened? Or didn't happen? <laughs> I wanted to. I should have. I should have. Where is the T-Rex? Where's Grimlock? God damn it! <laughs> uh, and then the, the final movie, um, which I've been watching here, at, here and there, um, is Logan Noir. Uh, oh. I've not watched the, the full movie in black and white uh-huh. yet, and I was expecting to see maybe a couple of other differences besides just the movie being 
washed of all color, you know. But no, I mean it's just pretty much grayscale. Yeah. The uh, the only other difference I noticed is they used the old 20th century Fox logo yeah. where the, the zero looks like it's about to fall yeah. over because <laughs> they didn't render it properly. But um, but otherwise, yeah, everything else is the same. Um, I, I've never watched a, a movie that used that was formerly in color oh, okay. as black and white before, so this was a new experience yeah. for me. I'm, I'm still in the, the middle of it, uh-huh. but um, so far I, I like it, but I do notice some differences. Mm-hmm. Like... As I was watching it, I thought uh, the music stood out for me a little bit yeah. more. And I thought, oh, I wonder if they, they altered the score in this a little mm-hmm. bit. And then I flipped it over to that scene in the color version, and it's the same. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just never noticed yeah, it, cool. I guess. Make it um, pick up on things. Yeah. Uh, the And, I mean, the the acting stands out a little bit more for uh-huh. me uh, with, with black and white, which I was kind of surprised. I didn't really think there would be that much of a difference. Yeah. But uh, there's just something about... I don't know. It's, it's it's the same shot on yeah. on the camera, but it just uh, just kind of sucks you in a little bit more. Yeah. Um, the I think the violence is a little bit muted mm-hmm. um, without the red. Yeah, because there's they do a really good job with blood mm-hmm. in Logan yeah. to where it's not just like that bright bright red like super saturated mm-hmm. color, you know, um, where it's different. Different uh, gradients of, of the red, and uh, you lose that a little bit in yeah. uh, in the black and white version. But uh, so far, I'm digging it. No, that's that, really cool. such a good movie. Such a good movie. Yeah, um, I would love to watch it that way. I keep forgetting about it because um, I haven't bought it yet. Uh, did it? Did you buy mm-hmm. that as well? And did it come with that version? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes, and yes. So yeah, the the digital version comes with. Cool. Okay. With noir. Yeah, so that's cool. Noir. noir. Look at noir. So. So, I squeaked. Uh, so, uh, I actually um, have watched a few movies in black and white that are actually color, and I just turned down the saturation on my TV. I've done that a few times. And uh, it's kind of a, a, a weird experiment. It's kind of fun, though. Like, um, there's a movie called The Mist uh, by Frank Darabont. That's a Stephen King oh, story. Yeah. And that movie is cool. I like it. But some of the effects aren't great. And I was like, man, this movie feels like a 50s movie. Like, it feels like an old, like, creature feature film from the 50s. And so one day I was just like, I'm going to turn the, the saturation down on this just to zero and then just watch it in black and white. And I was like, this movie is awesome. It like totally oh, elevated really? it. Yeah. Awesome. So I recommend, uh, and I want to watch that one again that way. It's been a long time too. But um, when I recommend The Mist to anybody, I'm like, watch it in black and white because it's awesome. So uh, <laughs> it kind of changes it up, the feeling of it. And, uh, and I yeah. dig it. But uh, I think Logan Noir sounded pretty awesome. Um, it's... Mm-hmm. It's like it's it's they actually like recolor time it where when they take out the color and stuff it's not just like you could you could just watch it and turn the color down and it's fine whatever but mm-hmm. they really did some stuff to to work with the colors like the gradients I guess. Um, okay, see that's I had googled that earlier this week yeah. trying to figure out like what the differences were because I know it's not just like yeah turning the, yeah. the saturation down on it um, because the that would mute some of the like deep blacks that are in the movie yeah exactly you know? yeah. Um, and, and make it kind of washed out like a, a weird gray, mm-hmm. but they didn't. I and I tried to find the the process for that, but I couldn't couldn't find any information for this movie. Yeah. So that's interesting. I don't know what they did for this one in particular. There's lots of mm-hmm. processes they can like run like filters and stuff, but uh, but yeah, they usually like yeah, it's for the blacks. Like they'll adjust that to uh, to make them saturated and uh, like inky, uh, but still mm-hmm. have like the shadow content be available so you can like see it's not just like a muddy picture like there's a, a fine graded grade there i guess and um 
So yeah, they do a lot of work for it. Uh, but if you have any other movies like The Mist, I just turn the saturation down myself, and it's it's passable. It's fine, but mm-hmm. um, they do a lot of work. You know, they did a lot of work with Logan Noir, which is cool. So definitely like to to give that attention. But uh, I think it'd be a cool way to watch it. I, I would be really into that. The one of the the characters in the movie Caliban is an albino, yeah. and that doesn't really translate very mm-hmm. well. But I mean, just from seeing the movie, I I know I understand yeah. that plot point because he's allergic to the sun. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, for the for the most part, it, it looks it looks great. Yeah. Has a, a great feel to it. That's cool. And um, I wonder if anyone has ever turned down the has watched like all of the Wizard of Oz in grayscale before. Oh yeah. Uh, That'd be weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so uh, kind of on that note, uh, and, and an interesting way to watch a different film is, um, you know, The Wizard of Oz starts with black and white and then goes to color at that scene where she, like, opens the door to the house. That's when it's all yeah. in color and she's, like, in the world um, in Oz. But um, there, uh, there's a cut of the Rocky Horror Picture Show, which I love. There's a UK version where the movie is in black and white until they get to the house and when they open the door to this party and it's a really bright scene in the movie, that's when it jumps to color, and it was supposed to be, like, uh, an homage to The Wizard of Oz, and it's really cool. Um, hmm. It's a different look. Like, I, I don't know if you've ever seen uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. I survived it. <laughs> so the, the red lips in the beginning that are singing mm-hmm. are, like, iconic, and so that's in black and white, so the same as, like, the red and the blood for Logan. Like, oh, wow. taking that away is, is really weird and jarring. But I also think for the experiment of watching the movie in black and white, like it'd be weird to have it in color and then go back, go to black and white for the actual film and then pop in with color again, you'd know it was coming. But it's kind of a cool experiment to watch it that way and be like, if you think about it as a Wizard of Oz, but like a really fucked up, weird transvestite, everybody's having sex with each other version <laughs> of Wizard of Oz, then uh, it's kind of interesting. So, yeah. <laughs> That's normally how I watch Wizard of Oz. Oh, okay, cool, yeah. So I just assume that that's all going on. In the background. (laughs) I'm just fucking doing it. (laughs) Yeah, where that that munchkin hung himself. Yeah, that's... I hear about that. Yeah. Really, though, that one didn't happen. There's just a bunch of munchkin orgies having in all those houses all the time. (laughs) You just don't see them. (laughs) I like this new theory. Yeah. Um, did you have anything else that you watched? Yeah. Uh, the, so we had a couple, uh, a few things we watched. I'm trying to remember because we watched a, a few things we didn't care for that much or a few like mediocre things. But then finally last night we found a great movie. So we Transformers the last night. <laughs> Damn it. You guessed it. Uh, <laughs> uh, no. So then we watched like we watched one movie that I literally don't remember right now. And then we watched the movie called because it was like whatever. But we watched another movie called Miss Sloan with Jessica Chastain. Where she's a, oh, okay. a lobbyist. Uh, Amanda and I are super into politics, and so um, she's like a lobbyist, and it's kind of like this fast talking. She's like a really powerful woman and um, really good at her job, and it's like this gun control debate thing. And um, it was a really weird movie. It had a weird pacing. It was very fast and like jittery almost to me, but hmm. didn't feel like I had a lot of like rounded characters. And um, it ended really well. I thought the the story kind of redeemed itself, and it became like a cool thing. Um, not so much like a twist, I guess, but like some stuff you didn't expect and it was, it was, ended up being pretty smart, but overall, like I might give it like a six. I was just kind of like, yeah, but the whole time I just like, wasn't that into it. So, um, so that was okay. And then, uh, last night we were trying to find something good, like a political thriller, something that would be fun. And we like a lot of old political thrillers that tend to be better, but newer ones are kind of hard to hard, hard to get right. But we, we heard about this movie for years called the constant gardener. With Ray Fiennes and uh, Rachel Weisz. Have you ever heard of that? It's from 2005. I've heard of it. I've never seen it. Okay. I, I'd always heard about it. It's supposed to be good. I looked it up. It had like 83% Rotten Tomatoes. 
Uh, it's it was so fucking slow and boring, man. It was awful. I don't understand. It got nominated for like best actress and best director or best supporting actress for Rachel Weisz and best director or something like that. I don't know why. It is shot really weird. It was slow. It's literally called The Constant Gardener because in a lot of scenes, Ray Fiennes likes plants and he's tending to them a lot. <laughs> so that should have been the tip-off, I guess, Yeah. that the movie is called This Guy Likes to Mess With His Plants A Lot and He Messes With His Plants <laughs> A Lot In It. It's a pretty boring movie, man. Yeah. And it, a lot of shit goes down. There's a lot of conspiracy shit in it, and it's like it's like in Africa, and it's like government corruption and these drug testing and blah, blah, blah. And I was just like... This is a really preachy movie. Like, it might have some good points to it, but I'm just bored. So, mm-hmm. anyway, watch that. And we were like, both just like, we, we, we did watch it to the end because we had rented it. And we were like, we got to get through it. I mean, I had like, was like, I got to know what happens. I was on the internet. I was like, I'm, I'm done. But, uh, <laughs> but so we, we then found a movie that I'd been really excited about called Wind River um, that has um, Elizabeth Olsen and Jamie Renner in it. Oh, okay. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. They're, so, they're in the snow, right? Yeah, they're in the snow. Okay. It's like an Indian reservation thing in Wyoming. Okay. And uh, it's about a girl. They find a girl in the snow dead, and she's not wearing any shoes. And um, they're, so they're trying to figure out, like, what happened, but they're on an Indian reservation. So there's literally, like, six cops on the reservation for, like, uh, an area the size of Rhode Island. And there's an FBI agent who's Elizabeth Olsen, and then there's Jeremy Ritter who is, um, like, a wildlife um, worker. Um, he, like, traps and, and hunts and stuff like that. And so he finds the body when he's searching for other, like, for, like, animals. He finds the body, so he's involved. But it's kind of like she's an FBI agent, but she's new, um, so she's trying to figure stuff out. They're working with, like, the local reservation police, but there's very few of them. Jamie Renner is, like, really good at this stuff, but they're trying to piece things together, and it's uh, it was really well done. It's by the same guy who wrote Sicario and Hell or High Water. Um, oh, okay. Which were both movies that Amanda and I didn't care for, but the writing was really good. Mm-hmm. And this movie he directed, this was his first directing movie, but his name is Taylor Sheridan, and he is an actor from Veronica Mars. He is uh, one of the guys, one of the Irish guys in The River Sticks. That had been stabbed, and the uh, plastic surgeon doctor had had stitched him up on the pool table, and he takes Veronica to the pool table, and uh, she gets in trouble for a little bit. But he's like this random actor. He's kind of like a, an idiot on that show a little bit. The, the times they show him, and then mm-hmm. he became like he had Sicario and Hell or High Water, and then this one within like a two year period, and they they've all gotten nominated. Like at least until this one, they've all gotten nominated mm-hmm. for like um, writing and stuff. Like he's phenomenal. Kind of came out of nowhere, and uh, but this one was fantastic. It was uh, a very like um, suspenseful movie and very mm-hmm. interesting, very emotional. Um, he just writes characters really well, and the stuff they say. Jamie Renner was phenomenal in it, like oh, my great. favorite role of his so far. Elizabeth Olsen is always good. Uh, this is the movie, though. I was I was telling Amanda last night. I wanted to, I said, yeah, this movie is supposed to be like a little low key. And she made that joke about Loki, and then we realized afterwards that it had two Avengers in it. Yeah. So I was like, well, there you go. Um, I heard that the primary, like, once they figure out who, who the killer is, it, he takes off his shroud and it's Ultron. Oh, my God. You don't you see it coming. I didn't want to, I didn't want to ruin it. I didn't want to ruin <laughs> okay. it. But holy Spoilers. shit. <laughs> they find an Infinity Stone right? in the ice. Uh, <laughs> no, but it was, it was really good. I would highly recommend it. Um, it we rented it on iTunes. It's only on iTunes right now to rent or buy. But uh, it, was, it was phenomenal. It was uh, Hell or High Water I thought was really good, but I just didn't quite love it. Mm-hmm. Um, Sicario was really good but hard to watch, and I also just didn't quite love it. But maybe him directing his own stuff is what he needed. And for some reason, this one is just like 
everything about it is pieced together really well. The pacing is great. So uh, mm-hmm. just a, a solid movie, especially after one that we'd heard was so good and didn't love. And we were kind of like watching a lot of uh, misses lately. We were like, man, this one, this one like hits what we needed, you know, scratches that yeah. itch. So. Well, good, good. Um, did you have anything else? No, that'll be it. That it? Okay. Well, let's move on to our, our uh, New Year's stuff. Yeah. So we'll, we'll talk about uh, resolutions first. Cool. Do you, do you have any New Year's resolutions, Stephen? Yeah, so I, I had two. We're, we're doing uh, just kind of like pop culture resolutions. Is that, sure. is that yeah. what you're doing? Yeah. Uh, so my first one was I was going through, I have a bunch of movies that I, I just have around whatever, and, and I haven't watched them in a long time. And so um, like things on iTunes that I bought on sale but haven't watched in a long time or whatever. And uh, so I just want to go back through this year and watch a lot of things that I've always liked but maybe was into for, for a few years and haven't watched in a while, like uh, – some examples would be Braveheart. I haven't seen in a long, long time. Um, the Pirates of the Caribbean series, like at least the first three, I used to love. Mm-hmm. I especially loved the first one. And I was like, man, I watch those all the time, and I haven't seen those in years. So uh, I, there's a, a bunch like that I kind of want to get uh, to watching. And uh, so that's my, my first one. I, I have two of them. Do you want to alternate here? Sure, sure. Um, I'm going to go back and rewatch all of the Transformers movies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I am going to to do this thing that I've I've seen uh, mentioned on uh, on the internet, where um, people starting in January, if you watch an MCU movie, a Marvel Cinematic Universe movie, mm. like one per week, um, by the end of it, you'll be right up to Infinity War. Yeah. So I'm going to do that. Nice, I'm not sure. Okay. I'm not sure how I want to do it yet. Yeah. I need to figure it out soon because this is January now at yeah. this point. Yeah. So uh, I don't know if I want to start in release order or start mm-hmm. with Captain America, the first Avenger, and then kind of move forward from there. Yeah. Um, at a certain point, it's not going to matter because I'm going to end up watching Black Panther out of sequence with, with the mm-hmm. other ones, you know? Yeah. But um, whatever still counts. <laughs> so <laughs> You could just watch Black Panther as like a weird prequel uh, just insert it somewhere else in the timeline and be like, right. that's probably where it goes. I got, <laughs> yeah. I got to make it work. <laughs> sure. It, it happens in between uh, Guardians of the Galaxy and Iron Man 3. Absolutely. Everybody knows that's that's where it happens. That's Yeah, um, before we even meet Black Panther, it's totally yeah, fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, that's that's one of my uh, – that's probably my, my biggest, like, yeah. movie thing. As as you were saying, um, you know, re-watching some movies that I used to like, which I don't really re-watch a whole lot of movies, so yeah. I'm going to try that more in general. But cool. specifically for the first – Leading into the second quarter of the year, I'm going to uh, to do that. No, I like that idea. I heard about myself. that too. Prepare my body. <laughs> to lube you up? Yep. A little bit? Lube uh, up the crowd. <laughs> no, I heard about that idea too, and I, I thought about that. I forgot uh, until you just mentioned it. So I might, I might yeah. give that a shot too. I definitely like yeah. to go back through them, but um, there are so many now that it sounds kind of daunting. But when you, when you stretch it out that long, it's like, that's not so bad. You know, I can get that done. Yep. Yep. So that's pretty good. Um, my, my other one is, uh, I just want to read more. I used to love reading and I kind of got out of this last year. So, um, I want to get back into that. Um, partially too, is I, I, another kind of resolution is uh, I just watch like a ton of TV and a ton of movies and not a whole lot else. And I don't have a lot of time for other things when I do that. So I want to kind of cut back. Like I definitely want to keep up with this, sh- these episodes and this podcast and watch stuff for that. But, uh, I want to kind of scale it back a little bit and have more time for reading and, and other entertainment and other things in my life too. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, might be a little of a, a sea change. It'd be kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, it's funny that you mentioned reading because that was my second one hey. is I'm, uh, 
I'm going to read all of the the hair uh, hair boy Hellboy series. <laughs> oh, cool. um, I've got all of these massive um, hardcover editions, these uh-huh. library editions of uh, the Hellboy series that I've only read the first two of. I've got seven altogether. Damn. So, so I'm I'm way behind on it, but that sounds um, fun. I'm finally going to go back and, and read through that series. I finally finished Preacher last year in, oh, cool. in 2017, and I love that. So, um, and I've I've liked liked what I've read of Hellboy so far. So, mm-hmm. going to uh, to go through it all this year. Uh, my wrist is already aching because these books are fucking massive. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I'm I'm in it. And you're going to jerk off to them a lot, so it's also aching for that reason. Yeah, yeah. These yeah. these books will be. Re- I'll have to throw them away. Afterward. Absolutely. Yeah. I was going <laughs> to ask to read them, but. I wouldn't be able to anyway. There's no point. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> um, and you are going to read these uh, as a special uh, episode of the podcast every week? You're going to read them <laughs> well, on air one by one? Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're like 300 pages each. Three, 400 pages. So It'd be like a, a fireside, fireside reading with Brent. Oh, my God. Sounds lovely. I'm a slow reader because I get very distracted by the artwork. Oh, yeah. So... It's going to take me a while. I may not have them all finished by, by the end of 2018. Since they're a comic book, obviously, yeah, visual medium, mm-hmm. I imagined a, a, a companion YouTube series where you just, you read it like a teacher, like you read through it and you show the pictures to the class. <laughs> and it, one, I, one I book read it with takes, a book sitting yeah. over my shoulder. Yeah. But it's like so fucking heavy. Yeah. So you have like, it's like rested on your shoulder. <laughs> I like this plan. I would, yeah. want, I would tune into that. <laughs> Brent reads Hellboy. Hell yes. <laughs> Say hell yes to Hellboy. Oh, man, it writes itself. Movie's That's coming good. out in 2019. You can have that movie studio, whoever's making it. Amazing. Uh, yeah, that's all my resolutions. Do you have any more? That was it. That's it. Cool. Um, I, uh, I've got a personal resolution to do more art stuff because yeah. um, when I fin- finished my, uh, my comic work for Kids Prize Pack mm-hmm. that I was doing uh, earlier this year, I haven't done shit. Like, I oh, haven't yeah. drawn fucking anything. Okay. But uh, I'm getting the, the urge to, to get back into it, so I'm yeah. going to, uh, to try to do that. There's some multimedia stuff. I want mm-hmm. to do using different types of like art supplies, like uh, watercolor and and then marker and cool. pencil ink, all of that stuff. So um, we'll see how that's going to go. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a goddamn disaster, but <laughs> whatever. A fun adventure. That's yeah. what it'll be. There you go. Yeah. That so sounds right. Let's move on to the stuff we're looking forward to in 2018. We're just a scant hour and 20 minutes into this podcast, so. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how much time we'll have to spend on all of these, but uh, yeah, we can we can probably just run through the, yeah. the the list. Do you want to alternate back and forth again? Yeah, that'd be cool. I'm sure we'll have yeah. a bunch on the same list. So, uh, uh, I think last time we did a, a list like this, we went by month at least, uh, mm-hmm. whether we were alternating or not. So, um, I have mine listed out. Do you have just the movies, or do you have the? Uh, um, I've dates? got uh, I, I've got dates for for the movies that okay. that are coming out. Um, cool some other stuff um if you don't mind i'd like to to start it off Please. by by saying um i before we recorded this morning i asked my wife what she was looking forward to in 2018 just mm. out of curiosity and she <laughs> the first thing that came to her mind she like thought for a second she goes hotel transylvania 3 <laughs> she loves the the hotel transylvania movies so uh, despite it having adam sandler in it I, yeah. I will be drugged to this movie um against my will I've um, never been a yeah. That's never appealed to me. Those movies. No, uh, yeah. they're not great. They're not great. <laughs> uh, I do like the the art in it, but it seems yeah. like it it should be rendered as 
uh, two-dimensional like art mm-hmm. instead of oh, yeah. 3D. I don't. I think it loses loses something in translation there. But um, my wife likes it, and I I owe her at this point. So <laughs> I will go. be going to see that movie. <laughs> um, and she's also doing a uh, a 50k run in 2018. Holy shit! In February, and that uh, translates to about 32 miles wow. uh, of running. So. Um, that's going to be her. She's training for that right now. Yeah. But, and I, I'm happy for her to do it, and I'm definitely going to support her, but I want people to think about how that affects me. <laughs> like, it's going to be cold. I'm going to have to be waiting on her, and it's, like, not, like, super convenient. So, Brandy, maybe if you can get a better hobby, yeah, that would be great for me. No, I will probably be back at the hotel uh, just watching TV or reading uh, a giant Hellboy edition while, yeah, uh, while she's out there running for eight hours plus. Man, so that is crazy. Yeah. That, Good uh, luck, Brandy. <laughs> <laughs> and then for, for my, uh, my first thing that I'm looking forward to in 2018 is um, uh, on an episode a month or two ago, we mentioned that Brian Bendis is... He's been working for Marvel as a writer for about 18 years. He's going to go over mm. to DC uh, beginning this year, and okay. I don't know what it, he's going to be working on, but whatever it is, I'm going to be looking forward to it. It's cool. rumored that he's going to be taking over Superman, So, mm. and my, my uh, love for Superman was reignited back in, in 2015 when they uh, redid some, some comics and mm-hmm. brought the old Superman back, so yeah. I'm all about it. Let's, let's make it happen. Yeah, cool. That's yeah. awesome. What about you? Um, so I have I have nothing for January. Um, mine starts in February because apparently January is just a shit month to dump anything. But <laughs> do you have anything in January? First off, uh, January. Actually, no, I do not. See, it's a shit month where oh they my jump, God. they just dump all the stuff. Uh, but my first one is uh, February second, and it's the currently untitled Cloverfield movie, previously titled the God the God Particle. And, Wait, what? Uh, yeah, this is the uh, uh, third and the Cloverfield. Uh, movie, uh, it's not a, not a sequel, but the connected movies. Um, but yeah, I'm just I love that series so much. I loved Cloverfield. I love Tin Cloverfield Lane, and then whatever this one ends up being, it's like something about being in space. There's like a space station involved, and I'm like, whatever, I'm cool with all of it. Uh, so I'm definitely pumped for that one. I have legit n- never heard of this. I didn't know there was a, a third. Oh yeah, uh, given another. I'd say in, in that series, but more like the third in that franchise. Yeah, that was was coming out. So yeah. wow. Yeah, they're just like awesome. loosely connected, and uh, I had heard about this movie that the God Particle was being produced by Bad Robot, and it was mm-hmm. rumored to be a third Cloverfield movie, uh, potentially, and then they finally just dropped that title, and they're like, yeah, it's the third Cloverfield movie. But uh, we don't really know much about it, and I was like, holy shit, it comes out in like a month, and I had no clue, so uh, I'm really looking forward to whatever they do. It's like all of these, they just kind of dump them out there, and then it's like amazing out of nowhere, so it's cool. <laughs> what is the name of the movie? So far, there's not a name. It's just untitled. Oh, okay, okay yeah. great. And it comes out like uh, February 2nd. So I'll buy my ticket right now, I guess. I know it. I don't know what to buy, but <laughs> what if they just called it <laughs> Cloverfield Infinity War? Like, <laughs> we're like, going to beat that. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, for for me and for my wife, we will be watching in early February. Uh, that's when Celebrity Big Brother starts on CBS. Oh, okay. Again, we don't ever watch CBS, but we will tune in for Big Brother. Yeah. Just get caught up in all of the bullshit drama. Yeah. Uh, it's something to 
just dumb stuff to watch so you can let your mind relax about all the heavy shit you have to do, you know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're looking forward to that. I'm cool. sure the celebrity is going to be a loose term for this. It's probably just going to be YouTube stars. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, it's going to be the, a first for, for America. They do it all the time in, in the U.K. Oh, but, this is the first celebrity yeah. version. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Quote, unquote, celebrity. Again. Yeah, I wonder how to because like uh, we watched Dancing with the Stars for a while when it first came out, mm-hmm. and at first it was like like C list celebrities, and then it became yeah. like a really big show, and so like it actually like was had a weird trajectory where it was like bad stars, and then it went to like really like A list stars for a long time. I'm not sure where they're at now if they still do that or whatever, but uh, but yeah, it'd be interesting to see how that how that takes off. Who wants to actually do that? You know, as a celebrity, <laughs> yeah, spend spend all your time yeah. in in February <laughs> in a house. It's a lot. So, yeah, cool. Uh, so we have uh, Black Panther as well coming up February 16th. You excited? Oh my! Oh my! Oh yeah. my! Steve. <laughs> that one I, too. Very, I forget it's coming out so fast. It's awesome. I know. I'm very much looking forward to it. I do like that it's coming out in Black History Month. I think that's very oh, that's appropriate. Cool. Yeah. And um, I've I've stopped watching trailers or. Um, uh, like commercials for it altogether at this yeah, point. Like uh-huh. I've, I'm, I'm done. I'm just going to go on a immediate blackout. No pun intended up to this <laughs> point. Um, so I just want the movie to unfurl before me. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm super looking forward to this because this yeah. is the movie directly before infinity war. And we know based on the infinity war trailer, there's a, at least one scene that's going to take place in Africa. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, it seems like a lot of it might actually. Yeah. Yeah. Take place yeah there. I'm not sure. So that's going to be pretty badass. Yeah. Um, now, you and I, before we started recording, we had mentioned that there's not a whole lot of music stuff to look forward to this yeah. year. Like, a lot of my favorite bands either just put out a new album in 2017 <laughs> or are getting ready to go to the studio at the end of 2018. Yeah. Um, so there's not really a whole lot of, like, music that I'm looking forward to. Mm-hmm. But I did see uh, rumored online that Kendrick Lamar might be doing the Black Panther soundtrack. Oh, wow. So I, I would definitely check that out because I, I do like Kendrick. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, did you have any music, anything that no, was coming I out this year? No, I didn't put anything on this list. Uh, the only thing is uh, my favorite band, the Airborne Toxic Event. Um, mm-hmm. The last time they released an album, they actually, the day of, they released a secret double album. Like, they released uh, two on the same day. What? And yeah, it was it was really crazy day, and it was rad, and that was like two years ago, and so they haven't done, they haven't like toured, they've only done like a few random shows, and mm-hmm. so they're rumoring uh, to to be doing more in 2018, but there's no like announcements. So I hope there'll be a new album, but I don't know yet. But that's yeah. really the only thing I could find. I was looking at some of my other favorite bands lately, and uh, most of them I found this year because they released an album this year, and <laughs> so I was like, they're not gonna release from next year. So. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just be sticking with podcasts through this year, yeah. evidently. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, Black Panther was the only thing that I had in February. Okay. Do you have anything else? Yeah, one more. Uh, Game Night, which I had seen a trailer for, mm. I believe, but I forgot about it until I looked through the list of what was coming out in 2018. But it has Rachel McAdams and Jason Bateman, and it's like a, like a typical like friends get together like board game night, but it something goes awry. I'm not really sure, but uh, mm-hmm. it seems like it could go really poorly. I'm not sure who's directing it or who wrote it. Um, it could be like just a really shitty like you know you get some celebrities to sign on for a shitty movie but it's not that great but it actually looks like it's it might be like violent or like really dark or whatever and it looks like it's gonna be pretty good so looking forward to that i'm not really sure much about it but uh, i thought Mm -hmm. i might throw it on the list sure yeah um i've got one in march but it's at the very end of march do you have anything 
Yeah, I have uh, I have Pacific Rim Uprising, March 23rd. See, I almost put that on there because yeah. I like the first movie, but I thought, uh, what's the, the main white guy's name? He's oh. not like Sons of Anarchy or whatever. Yeah, I can't remember his name right now. Charlie? Oh, God, yeah. Hun- Hunsman? Or Charlie, Charlie, Charlie like Brown. Charlie, Char- he, oh, yeah, Charlie Brown, the big head. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> fucking blockhead. Um, he was the worst part of that movie. Like, I didn't yes. think his acting was good at all, and uh, it, it drove me nuts. Like, I like the big robots smashing each other. That was fucking awesome, yeah. but um, I guess he's not going to be in, in this movie. I was going to say, you'll like this one then. Yeah, he's not. He's not? Oh, okay. John uh, I wasn't sure. Oh, okay, I might be yeah. in then. Okay, I wasn't yeah. sure what the, what the status of of that was yeah so. no I'm with um, yeah I don't like him that much either he's he's a very wooden actor and he was mm-hmm. the worst part of Piss of Grimm but oh I've gotten used to him and it I'm like he, he serves his point but I'm glad he's not really gonna be a part of this one at all yeah. he might do like a cameo but they haven't they haven't said he's gonna be in it at all so <laughs> yeah so might, I, maybe might, that's maybe that's general consensus they might do that awkward cameo where it's just like a picture of that <laughs> yeah, actor you know he died <laughs> they, they actually do that in Transformers The Last Night. There's like a, a photo of um, Shia LaBeouf at a certain point. Oh, really? It's like, I don't, oh, okay. I just thought they was like, we're like, we're not going to talk about him anymore. They, they mentioned the Witwicky family uh, uh, as yeah. like a, a clan, but uh, uh, yeah, there's no point in that. <laughs> leave, leave Charlie Hunnam out of this. No? <laughs> yeah, that's one. Yeah, but uh, it'll have John Boyega instead as uh, randomly out of nowhere. It'll be uh, Idris Elba's uh, son, even though he's not in the first movie. But I'm like, sure. okay. Uh, and it looks and this he, one. And if I remember correctly, he specifically mentions how he hates children, and he <laughs> he cut off his own testicle so he couldn't have any. It's so. weird, but I know hey, that, that was it. a weird scene in Pacific Rim yeah. too. Uh, <laughs> no, but. Uh, it looks like this one's not going to be as great. It doesn't have Del Toro directing it, um, but it has yeah. the. I think it's Stephen Denight. It's like the guy who did Daredevil. Um, oh, the show okay. is yeah. uh, is directing this, if I remember correctly. So um, it looks like it might not be quite as good. But actually, uh, the first time I watched Pacific Rim, uh, much like Transformers, actually I didn't really mm-hmm. care for it. And then I watched it again, and I was like, "This is a lot of dumb, big, you know, actiony fun." And I'm like, "This is mm-hmm. cool," and uh, so I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah. Um, all right, so are we ready to jump to the end of March? Yes. All right. I know what Red- it's going to be. I know what it's going to be. <laughs> Fun Mom Dinner 2. Yes. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, no, we are going to be looking forward to watching Ready Player One yes. on March 30th. Um, we've talked about it at length on this uh, podcast before, so uh, not a whole lot extra to say. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, just super looking forward to yeah. it. Um, Obviously, yeah. I know. Ty Sheridan, uh, much like when he was playing Cyclops in the most recent X-Men movie, he's going to have a thing strapped on his eyes again, so we know he can do that. (laughs) (laughs) That's what helped him land the role. (laughs) So, so yeah, Ready Player One, March 30th. Yeah, I think we've talked about that one a lot already, so. Yep. Um, I don't have anything for April on my list, do you? I got two. Uh, A Quiet Place, which is the John Krasinski one. Uh, yeah. yeah, and Emily Blunt, which looked really cool on April 6th. And then uh, April 20th, uh, Super Troopers 2 comes out. Oh, okay. Yeah. I remember seeing the, the trailer for it, but I, I didn't know when it was coming out. That's awesome. I'm really excited for that one, yeah. I love Super Troopers, but I don't really care for their other movies that much. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time, but Club Dread and um, yeah. Fest, I didn't really care for, but mm-hmm. Super Troopers is comedy gold. It really it. So is, I yeah. Hope, yeah, I hope this one's good. But yeah, April 20th, so 420. Uh, they're coming out with that. I wonder what the connection is there. I know, weird. That's right? so weird. Um, the first Super Troopers. Uh, that's when I had a uh, uh, a moment of of connection with a uh, uh, with a a film character. 
where, um, <laughs> yeah. man, what is the, uh, I can't, I can't think of his name. The, uh, the Brown cop. Oh yeah. yeah. I can't, yeah, I don't know his name in the movie. Um, he mentions that, uh, some hillbillies think he's Mexican. I was like, yes, me too. I'm with you, brother. <laughs> I get it. Who wants a mustache, right? <laughs> I do, I do. Um, That's really funny. So May 4th is going to be the the big movie of the summer for me, which oh, is yeah. Avengers Infinity War. Um, as we mentioned before, uh, Black Panther is leading right into it. And oh, yeah. this is where we get all of the MCU characters together for the first time. I don't know how yeah. much of uh, how big of a role the Guardians are supposed to play in this. I've heard that it's not going to be as big as like mm. all the other Avengers, but... Uh, whatever the case, uh, I, I understand that there will be a scene where Rocket Raccoon and the Hulk are together. <laughs> that's, that's all I want. That's all wow. I want. It, it needs to happen. This is why the, the medium of film was created. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. It's just so crazy to think that this is finally culminating. We've been waiting for this for so long. So, I know. And it's happening it, in a few months. I know. And it's, it's only going back to 2008. That's when Iron Man came out. And within yeah. a ten-year span, damn, it, this is what we get. This is yeah. happening. That's cool. I mean, like that's a that's a crazy feat for a studio to do. And uh, man, good on Kevin Feige for uh, mm-hmm. leading the charge for all this too. That's yep. quite awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then after this movie, we'll finally be able to figure out, or they'll tell us what the name of Avengers Four is because they're, yeah. they're keeping it so secret. <laughs> and it's it's been such a, like a, a, a such a big like secret that whatever it's going going to be called. People are going to be disappointed just because yeah. people have built it up so much in their minds. I, I would I would <laughs> laugh my ass off if they just called if they literally called it Avengers Four. <laughs> I know. Like, I fuck it. about that. Yeah. I have a better one though. Avengers Four: Age of Ultron Two. <laughs> what? People will be like, "What is happening? Why are there so many numbers in this? It's like a Fast and Furious movie." Yeah. <laughs> too fast to avenge. <laughs> Does that work? Oh, too fast to avenge. That's when Quicksilver comes back. Awesome. But it's the Quicksilver from X-Men. And it's like, <laughs> what? what? <laughs> it's happening. They did buy it. They did buy Fox. It all makes sense now. Ah, it's crazy. Um, yeah, I'm intrigued what they uh, end up on that note, what they end up calling it, because uh, kind of like with Thor, like there, this last Thor movie there was with Ragnarok, there was some mm-hmm. stuff that happened and they didn't like want to talk about it. They like changed... The trailers it seemed from Infinity War mm-hmm. until Thor happened, and you saw some like character changes, and it's like, oh, cool, and now we can move on. But mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of a weird thing. It's like they basically assume that the entire world is going to watch their movie together collectively mm-hmm. within a month period, yeah. And then they'll come out and tell us the the next thing. But it's going to be like a spoiler for the whole world. It's yeah, I know. I know. Uh, I wonder how long they'll delay that. Like, what yeah, if they would wait till it comes out on on uh, Blu-ray or whatever, but. It, yeah. It'll probably be announced that weekend or whatever, you know. You know, God, yeah, it might be right away. Yeah. It'd be kind of cool if the instead of like the end credits like sequence, it yeah. was like an end credits trailer for the next movie. Yeah. With the announcement of the uh, title, because they've been filming them like back to back, right, or like concurrently. Yeah, yeah, and usually at the end of the Marvel movies, it will say like Doctor Strange will return. Yeah. And then you know, same thing with Spider Man and all that stuff. It'd be cool yeah. if they did like. All these goddamn characters will return in, and they have the, <laughs> the movie title right there. Except whoever just died. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what I'm scared about. Who's going to die? We'll see. I'm fine if it's Pepper. 
Pepper Potts. <laughs> it's fine. That bitch we, needs to get gone. We, we don't need Gwyneth Paltrow anymore. <laughs> Go back to Goop. I feel it's weird that they uh, they have this thing with, like, the women, the girlfriends, like mm-hmm. Jane. They just kind of, like, talk about her sometimes and then don't talk about her sometimes. Uh, it's like, they just don't. And, like, Pepper has, like, disappeared for, like, two movies yeah. or whatever and, like, showed up again. But, like, they don't give them as much play. But I'm like, why did you give them any play at all then? Yep. Like, they could have been cool characters, but they're really not. So there's not much for her to do anymore. <laughs> yeah, yep. Yeah. Well, uh, my next one is also for uh, my only other one in May is uh, Solo, a Star Wars story. See, I was almost going to put that on my list, but I'm I'm so hit and miss with the, uh, the Star Wars movies that uh, yeah, I, I couldn't, couldn't know for sure. Uh, yeah, they just announced that John Williams is going to do the solo theme. And uh, there's another composer for the rest of the movie, which is kind of weird. I've never heard of uh, oh, wow. this kind of thing happening before. Mm-hmm. But I also I only pretty much trust... John Williams to do a solo theme, so like if we're gonna have one, that sounds pretty rad. So, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I'm I'm cautiously optimistic about this one being really good. I think that uh, can't remember his name right now, but uh, Opie uh, directing this is a good idea. <laughs> Ron Howard. <laughs> Ron Howard, that's the one. Ron Opie Howard. Ron Howard's a great director. <laughs> He's a great director, so I'm excited for that. But, uh, but yeah, we'll see what, what ends up that. So any others for May for you? Not for me, no. Uh, my, cool. my next one is on uh, June 1st. Yeah, go for it. Deadpool 2. Deadpool 2 is coming yeah. out. They, I don't think that's the official title. Um, but, yeah, I was uh, wondering. That's kind of the, the working title. But um, who knows? Maybe they'll call it Deadpool 2. Deadpool, Deadpool <laughs> might, number yeah. two, you know, that seems like something they, they probably do. would do yeah. that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, they had that, that teaser that came out, uh, mm-hmm. a month or two ago and we didn't talk about it cause there's not a whole lot to it. It's just a bunch of like quick yeah. clips after he's dressed up as Bob Ross, which I do think is yeah, funny. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, we don't really know what the story is. I know mm-hmm. Cable will be in it, which will be exciting. Yeah. Um, are you familiar with Cable at all? No, but I'm ex- I like Josh Brolin so much, and I'm glad he's getting so much work. And uh, mm-hmm. so I thought him being cast in that was interesting. What did you think of that casting, too? I thought it was good. I, I think he looks cool in this movie. So Awesome. Um, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it. We'll go see it no matter what. It's my wife's yeah. favorite superhero movie so far oh, cool. is, is the first Deadpool, just because it's so funny. Awesome. But, uh, yeah, I, hopefully they can just <laughs> step up the, the humor and the violence for this one. <laughs> yeah. uh, I know Colossus is going to be back. Uh-huh. Negasonic Teenage Warhead will be back as well. Uh, I don't know if they're going to bring back um, Deadpool's love interest in this. Oh, yeah. I, I don't remember seeing anything. I liked him. her. Uh, I did too, but with yeah. the, the X-Men movies, they're just like, all right, and moving on. Yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah. And new story. So It'll be interesting for his, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I've got another movie in June. Do you have anything else for June? Yeah, uh, I have Ocean's 8 that, on June 8th. That's my next one, yeah. Cool, yeah. Yeah, I, I love heist movies, and uh-huh. I was excited for uh, that the trailer was announced, but when I watched the trailer, I was just kind of like, eh, you know, Oh, really? Whatever. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Amanda was like, I want to watch this right now. Why is this not available right now? <laughs> She's sold on it. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was a good trailer. Um, but there's some, some funny parts. I think the, the casting is uh, phenomenal in this. Mm-hmm. It's going to be really fun to watch all those ladies get together and do that. So, yeah, and I love, I love heist movies, too, so... Mm-hmm. Um, that's another series I'd like to go back and revisit. I liked Ocean's Eleven a whole lot, and mm-hmm. the rest of them I don't remember a whole lot. So it'd be fun to rewatch those, kind of leading into that one. Yeah, it would. And yeah. I was a little bit confused. Are they related? Is yeah. Um, from what I've understood, I didn't get this from the trailer at all. It's just what I read that she is Danny Ocean's sister, so she's George Clooney's sister. <laughs> okay. 
Okay. So they're all, it's all in the family or whatever. Even though he's never mentioned her or whatever, yeah. Sure. They'll yeah. make it work, yeah. yeah it's just... <laughs> I'm hoping it's more of like, they mention it briefly and she's an ocean, but that's it. Like, they do their own thing. Like, I, I'm kind of hoping there's not really a cameo, but that's a possibility that mm-hmm. George Clooney or any of the other people from the other movies might show up. And uh, that could be fun, but uh, I think... It's been so long since the last one of those as well. Um, this sounds like kind of cool on its own. I wonder if this was going to be its own like standalone, like rebooted reinterpretation of Ocean's Eleven. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Just with less characters, you know. But yeah. then they were like, oh, Ghostbusters didn't do well when we, they did a female cast for that. <laughs> so they're like, oh, well, no, they're set in the same universe this time. So. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that might have been the case. Whatever the case. But yes, I am looking forward to that because yeah. uh, I do like most of the cast and the... Uh, and heist movies in general. Um, I don't know what it was about the trailer. I don't think there's anything specific. Um, yeah. I, I think, I don't know. I don't know what it was about that trailer. But, hey, fair uh, enough. but I will, uh, I'll, I'll go see the movie for sure. Yeah, cool. Uh, do you have anything else in June? Yeah, uh, The Incredibles 2. Fuck. June, June 15th? I looked at a shitty list when trying to come up with, the, with say, movies. Yeah, I, I, I missed like, a lot I, of stuff. I for sure thought you'd have that on there. So yeah, mine's, I was surprised that was coming out. I didn't realize it was that soon. So uh, maybe my list is fraudulent but uh i went to first showing.net is what i got my mind from oh and, shit uh, my my, yeah, on there. <laughs> my list <laughs> stops at july 6th <laughs> <laughs> i have a few more but we can rapid fire through because we're getting uh, late on the podcast okay anyway, sure so. so uh yeah incredibles 2 uh the teaser trailer uh i thought it was okay i don't know what the story is yeah. about but i'm totally in because i love the incredibles uh best Best Fantastic Four movie we could have asked for up to this point, so <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm totally in for that. Also, at the end of June, June 22nd, is Jurassic mm-hmm. World Fallen Kingdom. Uh, let, I, all yeah. I have to say is dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. There you go. You're I'm sold. There. Yep. I st- okay, so I watched that trailer again. Uh, you know, It plays before The Last Jedi, so when I saw it again oh, uh, the yeah. day after Christmas, I saw that trailer, and I was the whole time. <laughs> When they they're in the the sphere and they go off the cliff and the dinosaurs fall in the water, I thought about you being like, "Oh no, the dinosaurs!" <laughs> you said you were like so worried about them. Save them, Aquaman! Save them! It was them. so funny. You're actually making me want to watch it more because I think the storyline looks a little weird from where the the last one left off. But mm-hmm. I like the idea of like uh, the animal allegory of us like saving the planet and saving animals that we need to, and because mm-hmm. we have the ability to as humans, and and uh, especially with those because we created them again, like recreated them. And uh, so I, I think that's an interesting premise. I'm just not sure where they're going to go with it. And uh, and I heard that it leads into, like, they set up the third one, but I hope that's in a good way. Um, so, yeah, I'm intrigued by that one for sure. Um, well, with with great dinosaur creation comes great responsibility, Stephen. So right. we, we do have to take care of them. I love that line in Spider-Man. Also, fucking Metal Saurus is in it. So, <laughs> hell yeah. Very excited. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I had one more for June. Uh, I hadn't heard about it until I saw this list. It's called Tag, and it's based on the game Tag, and it also seemed like a dark <laughs> version of that. What? I don't know what it's about or who's in it, but I'm like, that sounds cool. I'm trying to look at it right now. It's <laughs> Holy shit. I guess we've I already gone excited. through, like, Battleship and... Uh, oh, yeah, right, yeah. Fuck, what else? Rampage is coming out, so... Oh, yeah, Rampage. <laughs> Tag, the greatest game you could ever play because there are no pieces. Listen, I love Tag. Uh, Capture the Flag is probably my favorite game, though, and that's uh, similar as well. But, I'll wait uh, for the movie. <laughs> this has John Hamm and Isla Fisher. <laughs> what? Right? Uh, a small group of former classmates organize an elaborate annual game of Tag that requires some to travel all over the country. Holy I don't shit. know. What the fuck? I don't know what it's about. It's like Jamie that, Renner's in it. It's like that movie Rat Race. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. like Rarys, yeah. So it could be, I don't know if it's supposed to be, uh, 
I guess even dark. It might just be like funny. I don't know. It has Jerry Ritter, Rashida Jones, Leslie Bid, Ed Helms, Jake Johnson. So got a bunch of people in Damn. it. Damn. Uh, but uh, I yeah, I hadn't heard of it until I looked at this list, and I was like, okay, <laughs> that sounds fun. <laughs> Throw it on there, sure. Why not? <laughs> And then uh, July 6th. July 6th. Right. Uh, yeah. That's when movies stop being made. Um, that's when, uh, <laughs> according to my list, that's when Ant-Man and the Wasp come out. And mm-hmm. uh, I wasn't a big fan of the first Ant-Man movie. Like, it's fine to me. Uh, but yeah. it's just, it's like a lot of people have said, it's more or less like Iron Man again. Kind of like mm-hmm. Doctor Strange yeah. is also Iron Man. But <laughs> but uh, uh, I am very much looking forward to the sequel. Now that we've got his origin out of the way, and we know that uh, Hope Van Dyne is going to become the Wasp. She'll yeah. get her costume, and then they can just move forward from there. We don't have to set up origins for, for everything. They can just start with their shrinking and growing abilities, and hopefully... Uh, well, actually, no, yeah, they've, they've cast um, her mother, which is Michelle Pfeiffer, in this movie. Oh, yeah, that's right. So yeah. they'll, uh, part of that movie will be going to retrieve her, I'm sure, from the, uh, the microverse. That intrigues me, yeah. Yeah. Because I, I thought that was interesting at the end of the last one. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see where that goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm kind of with you, though. I, I liked that movie a lot when I first saw it, but then it's it was kind of forgettable as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amanda didn't love it, so I'm looking forward to it for sure, but um, it wasn't my favorite of the Marvel by any stretch. I thought a lot of the best scenes were in the trailer with the, the Thomas the Tank Engine yeah. stuff and whatnot. Like they, yeah. But, you know. And it had a weak villain out of, especially out of Marvel, which has a problem with that anyway. <laughs> weak uh, villains, yeah. Yeah, he, he definitely wasn't... Uh, I like that actor. Mm-hmm. Um, he was on uh, House of Cards, but uh, I, I thought it was just kind of like overall, like, yeah, whatever. But yeah, yeah I think this one looks fun. I, I agree that it'd be, it'd be nice without having to rehash everything yeah. from the first one. Yeah. Um, so uh, I got that. Uh, the Equalizer 2 on August 3rd. Oh, um, did, Denzel? Did you ever watch The Equalizer? Yeah. Uh-uh, no, I, I heard about it, but no, I've, I've not, not seen it. it it did not look appealing to me at all, and I caught it on like HBO when it was on or something, and it was really fucking badass. It was fun. It was like kind of old school, deep, like down and dirty, like fighting and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, I actually want to watch it again, but um, the the sequel looks like it'd be cool. Uh, the Predator comes out August third, mm-hmm. which is uh, um, Shane. I can't remember his name right now. Shane Black's uh, version of this. Uh, who did A very Iron Predator Man Christmas. <laughs> I'm sure someone would be taking place at Christmas. Uh, but that looks cool. Uh, I have this movie called Captive State, but I, I don't remember who's in it. It's like a sci-fi movie that's coming out on August 17th. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure much about it, but uh, it sounded kind of cool. Uh, the Happy Time Murders, Happy Time Murders on August 17th is a... Uh, uh, is that the Muppet like Muppet murder? thing? Yes. Yeah, I heard yes. about that. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you might be into that. Uh, sounds kind of cool. Uh, another one, uh, there's a couple that I had just looked at on the making this list, so I'm not really sure what they're about, but there's this one called Bad Times at the El Royale. Hmm. That sounded kind of cool. Um, that comes out on October 5th. Uh, First Man on October 12th is, um, can't remember his name right now either. Uh, the guy who did La La Land and um, the drumming movie. I'm really hitting at all the notes right here. Drumline? Uh, Drumline. <laughs> uh, whiplash? Did, uh, whiplash, yeah. The guy who did Whiplash. <laughs> I don't know why Drumline was my first pull. <laughs> that was great. That was perfect. The guy who did Whiplash and La La Land, uh, Dan, something I think. Dan? I don't know. Anyway, he's doing a, uh, a movie about Neil Armstrong and, the, and like, landing on the moon. So it's called First Man, and uh, Ryan Gosling plays Neil Armstrong. And uh, so I'm looking forward to that one. I think it'll be pretty cool because uh, I think that he's an amazing filmmaker. Uh, the Halloween reboot on October 19th. That is uh, bringing back 
um, Jamie Lee Curtis, and it has a bunch of other good people in it, but it is uh, being written by Danny McBride and his writing partner, and it just sounds so off the wall that I'm like, yeah, this sounds great. Let's do it. So uh, really looking forward to that one. <laughs> Real quick on Whiplash, the director was Damien Chazelle? Damien, yes. Is that right? Okay. Yeah. I kept yeah. saying Dan. Damien Chazelle. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I like him a lot, and uh, so this one, The First Man sounds really cool. Yeah. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody on uh, Christmas Day. I apologize, Brett. Is that, is that, uh, is that coming out? <laughs> will we'll the, see. Will that movie be done? I know. it. Uh, I heard another director came in. I don't remember what he had done but uh, to finish it out, but I am excited to uh, to watch it. Uh, mm-hmm. I like Queen a lot, and uh, Rami Malek seems like he's a great actor, so it's yeah. kind of fun. Mm-hmm. And then uh, one that's been, like, I've seen pictures from for a long time, and it feels like it's taken forever to come out, but uh, Mary Poppins Returns with uh, Emily Blunt. Uh, you were very excited about it. No. Uh, Lynn Manuel Miranda. Uh, but I think it looks great. Uh, I love Mary Poppins uh, growing up. Dr- Brandon is drinking his <sighs> beer, chugging it mightily right now. I know. Uh, so, what do you think of that, Brent? I think, <laughs> I think, Mary po- let, leave Mary Poppins alone. Like, Uh-oh. let her be. Okay? <laughs> we, I feel like 2017 was a very Mary Poppins year already. We've got yeah. Princess Leia using the Force to Mary Poppins her way back into the... Yeah. Spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she turns into Mary Poppins, Mary Poppins briefly in uh, The Last Jedi. And then also, we had the greatest version of Mary Poppins, which is... Um, Fucking Yondu in Guardians of the Galaxy Two. <laughs> He's Mary Poppins, y'all. That's really what. What else needs to be said? That's now, true. I do I'll like. That. I do like Emily Blunt, but I do know yeah. this movie. In its DNA, it will be a musical, and that's I can't. Oh, yeah. I can't get into it. I no. Not I thought you were going to say, I love Emily Blunt, but this movie just does not need to exist, <laughs> which is probably also true for I, you. I'm, well, yeah, <laughs> for me personally, but I do know people like the uh, the Disney remakes and, and whatnot, so, yeah. Um, yeah. Ha, good well, luck. It'll be weird because it's like, it's not, it's like a soft reboot, it seems. Like, it's still in that same world, but it's like not going to be the same actors anymore, mm-hmm. so I'm not sure, like, what, yeah kind of intrigued by what happens with it but the caliber of the people involved i think is gonna be great so i'm down for it uh, if, if they can work some more uh hand animation into it I'm, oh yeah i might be down for it you know if she's yeah, dancing with some uh what do they dance with like penguins yeah penguins, the first movie yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. we'll cool. see oh what oh holy shit steven what, <laughs> what if instead of uh penguins she dances with with porgs okay yeah got a crossover yeah it's all disney i'm down with that this is this is where Disney makes their statements like, "Hey, bitches, they're all in there." That would be amazing if Porgs just showed up randomly in Mary Poppins. They'd be like, "Uh, okay, I'm down with that." And then the Hulk, he like comes in, he starts tap dancing as well. <laughs> and Rocket, it just like pans over, and he's just like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> Chugs a beer. Yep. There you go. Um, so I think that's is that everything yeah. for for 2018. That's- all the stuff we're looking forward to in 2018. It's the only reasons we've we've got to live there. So somehow we're just going to have to <laughs> fight through January, but then uh, on to yep. February, and uh, it's on and popping well, from that point. As you can see, though, from your list, only going halfway, though, even though like most of the stuff uh, seemed to be front-loaded to the beginning of the year. Like mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going down uh, before like June, so it's going to be uh, pretty packed. Oh yeah! After Ant Man and the Wasp, I'm checking out. That's uh, that's go. it. Um, so again, we'll be we'll be hosting auditions for uh, new uh, <laughs> new hosts. 
So, uh, you know, tie back into the beginning of the episode. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So. James, will, James will fill in and be fine. <laughs> <laughs> so audience will ask you, what are you looking forward to in 2018? Could be anything pop culture related, or if you've got some New Year's resolutions you want to share with us, let yeah. us know. Again, pictures of dogs. Make it happen. Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> yes. um, we don't know what we're going to be discussing next week, but um, you're subscribed to this, so... Hopefully you'll just listen anyway. <laughs> It'll probably yeah. be in the, the show title, so uh, yeah. just stick with that. Uh, again, if you want to uh, get a hold of us on Twitter or Instagram, you can find us at LTASpod, or you can email us at letstalkaboutstuffpodcast at gmail.com. And if you would, uh, take a second to rate and review us. We would appreciate it. And uh, be sure to follow Stephen on Letterboxd and Twitter, at StephenFisher22, and follow me on Twitter at, oh, I'm sorry, Twitter and Instagram. First day on the show. Uh, <laughs> at Brent Hibbard. That was good. <laughs> and, uh, I think that's going to do right. it for, for this time. So, until next time. I'm Brent. I'm Steven. And let's, <laughs> let's talk, talk later. later. Happy New Year. And our sync word will be popping corks. Okay. So it's more of a like phrase. Popcorn. All right, so popping corks on three. One, two, three, popping corks. I've ruined my bisque. Potato show. <laughs> Not the potato show, it. just potato show. Potato show. Oh, yes. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. We'll Fuck see. and hell yeah. <laughs> That's how excited Brent is. He fucked yeah <laughs> and he held yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went big and then I reduced it, but then I, I doubled back on You're it. You're like, was that too strong? Nope. I'm actually going to double it up. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I will. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I wanted to... Welcome to the Minnesotans <laughs> podcast. Hello, Stephen. I know you're editing this podcast now. It's me, your old friend, Mr. Rogers. How are you today? I'm going to put on my shoes one at a time. Like a real fucking creep. Did you know that all of my body... <laughs> did you know that all of my body is tattooed? Because I was in the war. Right? <laughs> and I saw some sick shit. <laughs> I've tattooed the face of every man that I've ever killed on my body. And by killed, I don't mean just with my rifle, Stephen. I killed them with my bare hands. You know how sometimes you'll watch a movie and somebody pretends to gouge somebody's eye out or eyes out with their thumbs? That's what I did, but in real life. Have you ever felt an eyeball snap underneath the weight of your body bleeding from your shoulders down through your thumbs? It's not good, but I do keep track of it. Again, by the tattoos on my body. So definitely, definitely, check that out. <laughs>